What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jason. And today we have special guests, our Nerd Migos from Nerd Jive. We have John and Wife. Say hello, everyone. How you guys doing? Hi! (laughs) (laughs) And they're going to be talking shit with us about uh, the new Thor Ragnarok and Stranger Things Season 2. Are we talking shit about it or are we talking good stuff about it? I don't know. It's all good. I guess we'll find out. (laughs) 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 How you guys doing? Good. Good. Good, good. We literally just finished Stranger Things Season 2 about 15 minutes before recording this. 30 minutes before recording this. So it is fresh in our minds. We're fresh on that. Nice. We're fresh on that. Yeah, I, uh, what is that? I think I finished it, uh... A day or two after Halloween, I don't quite. Yeah, remember. I finished it like three days after it came out. Oh, not yeah. You you finished it long before yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. fucking wow, all about awesome. that. Thanks shit. Thanks for uh, making us look like slackers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Hey, you binge watching what two days? It's like a day and one night. We went out drinking last though. night. Also, yeah, we only watched so two episodes. We only watched two episodes. Night, so. <laughs> well, you binge watched the shit out of it today. Good yeah. for you. No, that's awesome. That's Literally awesome. all day. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about Stranger Things, I guess we'll start with that one first. Uh, what did everyone think? We'll start with uh, the Nerd Migos. I liked it. It was uh, really good. Um, there was a lot of hype about it, and I definitely feel like it lived up to the hype. There was a couple of scenes where I was like, well, why did they do that during the episode? But like once you got to see the very the end game of it, it made a lot of sense. I really liked the progression of the characters, and... Um, how adorable was Dustin's hair at the middle school dance? Oh no, like, that was that was great. Killing it, was, it. it was the best, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He no, looked ridiculous. I really liked it. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, I, I think it was it was good. It it did exactly what we wanted it to do. It was still oh so eighties. It was so beautiful. Just good music the whole time. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. Awesome graphics. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, it's uh, the special effects weren't as bad as I thought they were gonna be. Um, just because, you know, usually TV magic and stuff doesn't always look the best. Yeah. And so I got a little worried about that. I think they're getting better with time, though. You yeah. Know? yeah. 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 Jason, what would you think? Um, I fucking loved it. Just because um, I loved the first season a lot. And um, I feel like I've really grown with the characters. I mean, the popularity of this fucking show, it's just it's gotten mainstream. It's like as high as like Game of Thrones. You know, you see a lot of that people like right. dressing yeah, up everywhere. like Eleven for for Halloween last year and especially this year, too. So, I mean, it's like one of the biggest shows on Netflix. And I think everyone just because it's only like nine episodes or so. Once you're finished with the nine episodes, it's like you want more. And I think people have been waiting for about I think it's been a year now since the first. Yeah, season. it's yeah. been a year. Yeah. 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 That so, right. you know, yeah. everyone was just super excited about this one. And I know the prom- uh, promotion on it was fucking crazy. Because they knew everyone was just so fucking hyped. Yeah, and I think they did out, a good job fucking, with that. It, yeah, they had exactly. lightning in a bottle the first time, and they got it, and I I loved it. <clears throat> yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I think Stranger Things is one of the better TV shows in general out there right now. Um, I do got a couple gripes about it, but it's more just kind of nitpicky stuff, you know. Like like I said, I really enjoyed it. I was very happy with it. I it didn't. I guess it wasn't as fun as season one was. To me, I didn't enjoy it, it as much. It was definitely dark. Yeah, it was. It, was, it got it was, real yeah, dark. Yeah, it got pretty dark, and um, I think they went off. There was a couple tangents that I didn't really enjoy. Like I, I, I thought the whole episode where Elle goes to meet her sister Kali was a, a bit of a waste of time. And I say, and I say that because it's like 
unless she comes back in season three, the Kali character, which she could, oh, yeah, then totally. that was a huge waste of time. Well, I don't think it was a waste of time, even if she doesn't come back, because I think that that episode was really more about Elle finding humanity, because Elle wasn't really, I mean, she was human, but she didn't really have humanity. And um, I think that episode gave it to her because, you know, she almost killed the guy, but then she didn't. Uh, so I think that that whole episode is her transitioning from this, like, lab rat creature to an actual person that has humanity and morals and feelings. Although I didn't really enjoy that episode as much as the other episodes. I understand it why it was there, but also, like, it totally reminded me of X-Men and the Morlocks. That's what I was going to say. I was like, this is so cool. I'm so lost. <laughs> what? What is this? Good. I'm not the only one. Uh, because because yeah, so because I have no the clue what the hell that means. Yeah, what, what is, what is that? were like an under. So pretty much, they were like the oddities of like the mutants, like the castouts of the mutants, and they, so lived, they lived in the yeah, sewers. They lived in the sewers, and they were um, kind of like an enemy rogue faction. And then Storm went down. I can't believe you guys. It's in the cartoon as well. It's in the cartoon. I was pretty young when I watched the Storm cartoon. goes to rule the Morlocks, and they're like the outcasts. And then she kind of like brings them. down heal so uh, i guess the next thing you're going to be watching that you're going to talk about on this is that episode of the cartoon slacker we're gonna have to do some 90s cartoon no definitely episode for sure i'm gonna be talking you, to you shit guys about are gonna come back Batman around because you're both as old as time and the brave and the bold no i feel oh, like no animated series animated series come on i have all the x-men Dude, no. ones on dvd do you know i just found out Binge watch yeah. uh, do you know i just found out is that mm. they finally announced that batman the animated series is coming on blu-ray Oh my god! Entire, I'm so oh excited. God. The entire That's awesome. series. I have wow. it all, but wow. not on Blu-ray. No. I'm yeah, we're gonna, have to, we're gonna have to get that. Uh, my friend, our, our good buddy Stefan, uh, he he owns I think all like. Five I think he owns all seasons. of them on DVD. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. them all. Yeah. But nice. they're not on DVD. Uh, on that 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 you one torrent episode, them? yeah, the, the illegals. <laughs> no, the, the illegals. I don't know how to do anything Softwares. illegal. Yeah, what are you Johnny talking did about? Everything. Most assuredly not me. No, it uh, not. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of which, where's my uh, Italian Rosetta Stone? Oh yeah, it's probably on this Dude, laptop. What's up? Use hey. Duolingo. Get with the program. Uh, it's Rosetta better. Rosetta Stone's this, the master race of language. Speaking software. Have you ever used Rosetta Stone? It uh, sucks. Oh, it's uh, pretty good. I've never used it, but I, I mean, I've, I've talked uh, to like teachers who I have. I like, I like Duolingo's yeah. interface better. I'm gonna have to check out both of these. Yeah. Anyways, a little anyway, off topic. But so, um, on on that episode, right, where where she goes into town. So like Monday at work, one of the guys came up to me and he's just like, "Have you watched Stranger Things yet?" And I'm like, "No, I haven't." And he was like, "Oh, one of the episodes doesn't make any sense. Has nothing to do with the show. It's completely stupid. When you see it, you'll know which episode it is." I'm just like, "Okay, man." And he's like, "I just finished it last night with my girlfriend. Pissed me off. I just want to see what the next episode is because they're continuing down this path. I'm gonna be super angry." And I was just like, "Okay, was he I'm watching about... it this weekend." But he was talking about that episode yeah. very okay. clearly. Yeah. He was you know? like, "Really?" We saw him last he was, like, night passionate too, about and he's it. like. Oh, you know, Stranger Things this weekend. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, episode seven. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Episode seven. He's so angry yeah. Yeah. about this episode. I mean, you know, I think I think you made a good point um, because I, I do think that she had to learn what was right and wrong because for a while she was just kind of using her powers with no consequences. But this time, no, you're right. She did like have to choose between ending a guy's life and yeah. Well, but I it, mean, it was it was more than just ending the guy's life. It was like it was like. Uh, it would make her the same as that doctor, as Papa or or, or whatever she calls him, right? Yeah. Because because she saw that he had daughters. You mean Brenner? Yeah. Uh, Brenner. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Because he had kids. Um, yeah. You know, so then it makes her evil, just like him. So yeah. I think that that was an important episode, even though it didn't really seem like it at the time. 
Well, I think I, I guess the only thing I could say, sorry to interrupt you, is, okay. is that they could have just executed it better. Yeah, I think I think that's the right way. Because like I, I did enjoy meeting Kali. I didn't really care for like the the, the punks. Like, yeah, we're all edgy and just... probably because you haven't seen that X Men. I got I got to see some X Men, but like <laughs> I mean, like that that was just kind of like, no, look at us, and it kind of like it honestly started to feel like a different TV show at that point. Um, even the cinematography looked different, and so I was just kind of like, that's why I just said the episode felt off. I didn't hate it. I just was like, this doesn't feel right. This feels like it could I be feel done like a they better. did it on purpose, though. Uh, I, I I based on what I see from the show and how they sort of do everything. Everything's very well planned out, and it's all perfectly interlaced together. Like everything is so accurately 80s like they have 80s cereal boxes in the background like i know you can yeah, get those yeah, but like that, that's that a one guy lot was eating cheetos a lot of detail totally yeah attention yeah, to like, detail you know, like and they have yeah. like a wonder bread wrapper in you know like they're making sandwiches or something in yeah. one of the episodes and it was like the original 80s wonder bread thing like i don't even know how you get that stuff anymore yeah they put a lot so of I feel attention like they you have a costume department that's made of magic yeah that's the only way yeah you can also get uh wonder bread to just custom make all the stuff too uh, yeah, I mean, sponsors probably have the first sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. You know what? If Wonder Bread was smart, they would come out with like the retro '80s, like how they did like the Coke with real sugar and stuff like that. Yeah. They're like Stranger yeah. Things Wonder Bread, so everything could be branded <laughs> Stranger uh, Things. Yeah, so much money. I <laughs> guess. I guess the Ego Box looked the same though in the '80s. It did. I remember it. Yeah, the way it looks like in the show is the way it looks like in and and. It. I don't think that they've changed their packaging like at no, all not. since Never, the 80s. ever. I think though, I think uh, it's kind of good that we got to see that little bit of a change, because I feel like this season focused a lot more on Eleven and her background, and yeah. you know, um, it also kind of went with some other characters. Like you know, we find out a lot more about Dustin. We focus on him more. Uh, we focus on you know Nancy and Jonathan. You know, and their little um, investigation of uh, making sure that the, the 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 lab pretty much is doing some bad shit. So, um, but yeah, no, it was good because, you know, I, th I think the first season we focused more on Mike, you know, and, uh, I think every, like from this season to the last season, it's just changes. So they're giving every character an opportunity to kind of grow and learn about each other. So I like the fact that they, they, they kind of switched that with 11. I think that was cool that she kind of went out of town and met her so-called sister. Um, cause we know like they showed it right at the beginning of the season. Like who is this girl? I think her name is eight. Was she eight? Uh, number, yeah, number eight. Her number eight. Yeah, yeah, I think it was eight. That's yeah. correct. So you find out, like, holy shit, there's another person out there just like her. Yeah. But with a different power. So, yeah, no, I mean, I really, I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, it, I like that change, and then it takes you back into Hawkins, you know, and then we go back yeah. into our main stories. So. Yeah, it kind of, it's kind of the way. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me, <clears throat> coming off a of cold here. <clears throat> it's kind of the way Game of Thrones is paced, where you're constantly bouncing back and forth between characters. Well, I don't think that you're bouncing back and forth as much, but yeah, you kind of get no, that. No, yeah, no, it, yeah. it's not as bad. We're not going from continent to continent. Yeah, no, speaking of bouncing between characters, yeah. how about that love triangle between Nancy and Jonathan and Steve? You know what? Ooh, okay, so this boy. is... I honestly didn't like that. And I was, no? The reason being is because I was watching the first season, and I was initially picking up in the cliche. I'm like, oh boy... Uh, you know, Jonathan and Nancy are going to hook up and Steve's the douchebag boyfriend from all those, you know, it just felt very cliche. And I'm like, yeah, and then she's going to break up with Steve or he's going to die. And then at the end, they're going to hook up with John. And I remember there's that scene in early on in the first season where uh, Steve breaks Jonathan's camera. 
But then at the end of season one, he buys him a camera. And I was just like, oh, that's really cool that he did that. Like, you know, that's not... That's something a person would do, I not think a two-dimensional himself, character. Basically. Yeah. yeah, and so I was like, "Oh, so they're not going for the cliche." I like that. That's good. But then they do go for it, and then basically they break up and just like kind of one throwaway line. Yeah, I'm a shitty boyfriend, but I'm a good babysitter. It's well, okay, Nancy. They didn't it's okay. Really, like break up. I, I think they like faded out. They faded out. I, I think you that's know? what that and, was. And I think that that that's that's important for that last scene at the dance, you know, where he sees her through the window because like he still cares about her. He still oh, loves yeah, he her. But she's had she's gone through this super traumatic thing with Jonathan, and there was always kind of something there. But like they've really shown him that he's human. Like he took care of those kids. Yeah. Like that was very Adventures in Babysitting, where he's like taking the kids That's out a great on an movie, adventure. By the way. I've always liked Steve, you know, even in the first yeah. season where he was Plus, kind of dicking Plus, he's it up. like the hotter of all of the guys in it. Like he's <laughs> got the best top. hair. Yeah, he's got he the, best hair. the best hair. He, yeah. I mean, he puts the Farrah Fawcett spray in it. That was great. <laughs> Only that was a four great pumps. exchange. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That was that was that was really good. That was really good. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. there was the other guy, the new Billy guy, Billy. Billy. Yeah, that kid, man. I didn't like that. I did not like that. Although he looked like he was going with Smash Mom. He looked like oh, that was, was so great. So creepy. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Super like, creepy. Like, 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 dude, what, what's wrong with your shirt? Why is your hair like that? Why <laughs> you got one earring in? You didn't even have a shirt. No, but he had yeah, that total, I'm just a in a robe. He had that total that was, Dude, I was like, oh my God, we're watching dude. porn now. Like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, you're, like, you're right. He was Rebel 80s. I mean, because you yeah. recognize that he was listening to a lot of, like, metal music back Metallica, in the Metallica, the Kill Em All like, poster on the and shit. So he was kind of like just a straight up Rebel metalhead. You know, yeah, yeah. Dick who drove yeah. like a really nice car. But my, my thing was that, like, <laughs> so nice. you know, so okay, so to get in that plot point with uh, with Maxine and and Billy, so the parents got divorced. Whose parents got divorced? Because it seems like the mom wants to meet the parents is Max's mom, and then the dad is Billy's dad. Yeah. So who got divorced? Because I remember it's like, oh, because of the divorce, we had to move out here from California. I missed it, maybe. Like, what were they talking about? Um, I think it was his dad. I think it was his dad. Got remarried, and then she uh, came into the picture with Max, so... Oh, so since they got remarried, they had to they move? They would have moved somewhere together. That way, it's okay. kind of like on even playing field, okay. it seemed yeah. like. They didn't really go too far into it, yeah. but that makes sense. You know, okay. in the 80s, divorce was still kind of scandalous, especially in the early 80s, like, you know, when Stranger Things was, was happening. So it would make sense that they would divorce and then both of them would get together and then move to a totally separate place to kind of like start again okay like billy idol like the kid (laughs) well but he's like this weird little billy idol thing well but also i mean clearly the son is like you know he's that he's that rebel with that you know and all like fighting people and doing all that kind of stuff which means he was probably a troublemaker in school right and the daughter with the skateboarding and all that kind of stuff i think that's why they moved specifically to like the way that I felt was that they moved to that to this like small podunk town in the middle of nowhere to try to like level their kids the fuck out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well it worked for Maxine, <laughs> but I feel like Billy just became more of a dick. And I, I he he kinda seemed a little too evil because like it's just like, you know, he's fighting he Steve was like... and he's like laughing maniacally. And I'm just like that's he reminded me jokery, of a cross dude. between yeah. Billy Idol and uh, <clears throat> Kiefer Sutherland from Lost Boys. He was, he was like the perfect too? marriage of those. Okay, so, oh yeah, yeah. He let's, had let's to they didn't want to drop that N word. Yeah, he didn't. He was he didn't a racist, like Lucas right? For an obvious reason. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. he didn't call him like another word, like you know, like you know, like all those damn dark kids or something, like. Like you knew what he well, was referring to. You could have said to. brown people. Yeah, or like, something. Nobody said that in the '80s. <laughs> I mean, yeah, people just use the N word, but I mean, yeah. like, 
like I think that would be one of those times where we would all get it and not nobody would be like. But he I'm, said I'm, the I'm actually blue. glad they yeah. didn't because I think it would have been too harsh for the show to use that yeah. word, especially in today's political climate. Yeah, I yeah. think that especially you were talking about that when we were covering it. Remember it with the bullies? Oh and... yeah, oh god, those bullies were worse than Billy was. Billy, like at least you finally understand why he's so like troubled. And well, it's weird though because Billy's dad was a total like. He was mean. Like, obviously, he had a lot more, like, intimidation and power over him. It was just like an It with uh, his dad. And yeah, but, you know, in It, they made it seem like his kid was an asshole and that the dad was just putting him in check. Where I get it. It was supposed to be like, oh, yeah, his dad picks on him, too. That's why. Do you guys see It, by the way? Do you know no. what we're talking no, about? No, we've not seen oh, It. Yeah, I, okay. I generally oh, understand One of the what kids, you're talking about. The, the main bully, I think it's Henry Bowers, the character. Yeah, yeah. He was, like, a huge asshole. Like, he was very, too, in my opinion, he was very two-dimensional. Um, but like, you know, I guess his dad picked on him too, but that didn't, the other one made more sense. Uh, watching Billy's dad pick on him made more sense because it was like, Billy basically didn't really do anything wrong where it's like, Oh, she ran off. I don't know why she ran off. And he's like, what do you mean? And then slams him against the wall and makes him cry and calls him a faggot and all that. And I'm just like, Holy shit. Like, yeah, his dad's a dick. Yeah. And you just see him kind well, of Well, but at down. the same time, like, if you're supposed to be watching your sister and, like, you're not doing that. And his dad is obviously not, like, a pretty boy kind of guy. No, yeah. He doesn't like understand ass. looking at yourself in the mirror, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. he, like, yeah. you know, like, I understand. Like, yeah, the dad was kind of a dick. But, like, if you think about it, like, if you're supposed to be watching someone and then they <laughs> fucking disappear, like, maybe you're in for some repercussions here. <laughs> yeah, no, like I said, that, I, I felt like that was... I'm really glad we got to see into the family because I otherwise I'm just like why is Billy so evil for like no reason but it's like you get it his dad's a dick and he treats him like crap and he you know, resents and, his and, stepmom and yeah. his stepsister and I, and because, I liked that you know, yeah. I kind of wish that Billy had more of an arc like Billy maybe like you know I would have like seen I would have liked where it's like maybe Billy gets involved with the monster hunting well, and then at the end his dad gives him shit and then he punches his dad and it's like yeah look at character arc he stood up to I mean, the old man even, uh, even if, even if he, yeah. they had just thrown a girl in there there. like maybe like they did the mom well yeah yeah <laughs> i wish they boned I, i'm sorry I, I maybe i watched too much porn we, but i really we, wish they boned we can't assume that they didn't bone well he left yeah okay yeah but like maybe they boned first and then he left we don't know that nah, for our hair wasn't messed up enough <laughs> oh my god and his hair still in, looks listen too in ratty. my version of the show hair. In my version of the show, they both. In my version of the show, she would have invited him inside and taken him up to that, you know, bathtub while yeah. old man, you yeah. know, was just fucking sleeping in the in the yeah. In the no, chair. you were talking. You were talking about the parents. You know, God, that old mom had they, great um, milk tits. They actually uh, also opened up to a lot of the other characters, like uh, Lucas's parents. We never yeah. saw them in the yeah, first season. Yeah, we see Dustin's sister. Yeah, we see Dustin's mother. She's a total cat. She's lady. a crazy cat lady. She is a crazy. She cat lady. is a crazy cat yeah. lady. Wasn't that dark when fucking uh, D'Artagnan? We ate thought the cat? it was. We thought it was a dog at first. We didn't realize it was yeah, the cat, and we were like, "Fuck that. this show! They can't eat a dog." And meanwhile, we're sitting on the couch. We have our two dogs so were, like, sleeping next <laughs> yeah. to us, and we're like, "No, this isn't happening!" And we're like, "Oh man, I can't believe." I can't believe he ate the cat. We ate the dog, and then at the very end, we're like, "Oh, it was a cat." Oh, oh that's, that's fine, fine though. 
That's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's, fuck cats. that's fine though. It's a cat. I love They're cats. They're everywhere. But uh, you know. Actually, I really liked everything that they did with with D'Artagnan. Also, uh, as a pet, I really liked how they like brought him in at that moment. Like you knew it was going to happen. It's pretty tropey, so you knew that the that he was going to come in and had a gremlins um, feel to it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah kind of like right? an ET feel to it too, in a way. Yeah. He yeah. he. May, I liked that there was. He may have had the best character arc. The uh, weird slime monster. Yeah. May have had the best well, character was, arc. Yeah, for he did. And like yeah. I also, I also, thought that Dick he... move locking it into the storm drain. That thing yeah. basically imprinted on you know on the kit on Dustin. So it's like, why would you think that it's going to hurt you without anything? You know, like it ate the cat because it was hungry. Yeah. You know, or because it it has hunting abilities. Like yeah. it didn't eat the cat. Just to be a dick. Well, if you noticed at the very end when they were in the tunnels after uh, the Shadow Monster and all the gate was closed, uh, I think before the gate was closed, actually, um, they come across Dartantine and he uh, didn't attack him. Yeah. Like he yeah. was and just he gave him the like, chocolate. So he gave him the chocolate yeah. bar and then he walked up and he let him just walk past him. Like, you yeah. Know? Well, because he raised him, even though it was only yeah, like a exactly. three day period. He raised well, him. Well, but still, I mean, he took Dart. He took Dart when it was probably like pretty fresh out of yeah. whatever those things come out of. Yeah. Didn't they well, come apparently, out of the apparently, Will Byers' throat. Yeah. It was fresh from the cloaca. Yeah. And uh, he oh, raised. Wow. It. Big words. <laughs> it's not actually a big word. Did you guys notice the, um, Kill yourself. the? Did you guys uh, the resemblance? Uh, let's basically when we're at Will's house. And his mother is having one of those things again, or Will draws a bunch of those drawings with the crayons. Mm-hmm. Exactly like the first season with the Christmas lights yeah. all around the house. This yeah, bitch exactly. putting shit up all over the house, yeah, man. Yeah, she's a good decorator, What is she going to put up next time? Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of well, severed look, heads. She, well, yeah, well right? she's already done lights. So you're done with the electricity. And now we've done drawings. And we've done drawings now. So the Legos. next one's going to be like, Legos. yeah, it's going to be like it's Legos. Be Legos. Yep. I'm calling it now. It's Legos. She's going to buy a bunch of those basic blocks. And then it's or just it's going to be mega blocks uh, a rector off set. brand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, well, I got three Lego words. Kids. I got three words. I miss Bob. Bob. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were talking about it. Like he was probably the only person that is just a genuinely nice guy caught up in this big web of shit that's happening. You know, I think he he didn't have a dark past. He, you know, he didn't have any dark ulterior motives. He's just like, he's just like your mom's funny boyfriend who works at Radio Shack. You know, like I brought some (laughs) brain twisters. Can hack into a government computer. I mean, like, fine, whatever. I know that it, that they needed a person to hack, and they needed to justify killing him off, which was pretty obvious that it was going to happen. But, but still, you know, when the guy's like, "Oh, we got to re- you know, turn on the power and then reset the computer," and he's like, "Do, do you, you know, know basic? Do you know basic? Because you're going to have to hack in and blah 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 blah." And I'm just like, "Motherfucker, no!" Like, you think the government's got at least. Some hard passwords. He does like four like, you know, lines like, of code. That computer's and password and was I'm one, like, two, you three go, password. Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. <laughs> you show that computer. Yeah, uh, I, you know, it's funny because I thought I Bob. I thought Bob was gonna end up being a uh, like he was gonna end up being like a spy. Like he was like he's working for the government. He's keeping he tabs on the family. Yeah, I'm just like I'm like you got Sean Aston, someone who's just in, he's nice and everything that he's in, to my knowledge. And he just he's just like he looks innocent. I'm just like. He's gonna end up being like a spy or like a government agent, and then he wasn't or he's like, oh, he's just... evil or something. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, he's just a guy, and like, he's just a, he's just a nice guy. I was like, okay, I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. I was totally okay yeah. with yeah. it. I'm and glad I'm happy that he, he didn't died. end up stakes. being a spy. Yeah. yeah, well, it definitely it definitely made he went that down end... a hero. Yeah, yeah, and it definitely made that end have 
have more weight. I want one of the kids to die. Not because I hate them, but just like I think that would bring that add a lot of weight to it. That, no, dude, that would that's like kill, uh, killing Daryl in Walking Dead. It's like basically you don't do that because they're the main cast. So if you kill, but one they of the can kids, kill the girl. They listen. They, they can kill, kill Max. The they're gonna kill Max. Oh either, yeah. Either the the little black girl. I'm sorry, I'm bad with names. So this just deal with that. Sister. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I barely know give any her other name. names. Yeah, and, well, and they may not have given her a name. I don't know. Um, but they they could <laughs> either kill off the little sister. That little sister was kind of a bully too. Yeah, she, she was. was a total bitch uh, for like an eight year old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, they could kill off Max, which I think would be kind of a dick move. But they could totally do it. Um, they could kill off one of the older kids. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they kill off Billy, uh, Jonathan. They could kill. They off could Jonathan. kill off Jonathan because they'll probably kill Billy and then Steve. Oh, I don't want them to kill Steve, though. Neither do I. But... He's, he's, like, redeemed himself, yeah. you know, and he's still there. But, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they kill off Jonathan because the whole thing, it's, it's the thing is basically going after Will um, and L. So it's like if it's not going after L, then it's going after Will. So, you know, maybe this next season focuses more on the creature going after L or them as a whole. But I felt like this whole season, it was very, like, focused into will for obvious reasons if you've seen it um uh, but i i think that they if they continue down that path where it's still so focused on will because he's basically the only person that's come back from that situation in the upside down is that the next logical course of action is someone in that inside group dies but who is that person who's kind of expendable in terms of the um like interpersonal relationships between the characters it's really the brother Right. So if you take the brother out of the season and you substitute Steve into basically all of the brother's scenes completely works. You could completely substitute Steve with Jonathan because Jonathan isn't a bad character. Yeah. Right. But he doesn't really do anything. He's just kind of there. Like <laughs> he just yeah, Nancy. Yeah, he just kind of Nancy exists. does most of the he work. He needs to get a fucking haircut. That's when he needs to get. Man. That's, um, you know what? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, think, I think a few days. of the kids need to get haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no well yeah i i feel like nancy did a lot more of the work in this would you say that she nancy drewed it <laughs> oh my god a reference what <laughs> yes uh see no, yeah, she, she did she did most of the of like of she, like she did most of everything she recorded everything and then she ended up i think it was her idea to go to that conspiracy theorist dude um, you know, like it was basically, she was, you know, she was kind of the driving force, whereas Jonathan was just kind of there. And so, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, well I was going to say that, um, so we already know that the smoke monster, which was the big tentacle thing, yeah. which actually is crazy. Cause when I first saw that. The first thing it reminded me of was the mist. Yeah, the that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Like the big creatures from the mist. Well, yeah. honestly, I thought that when I first saw the upside down. That was it, my it is thought. very much yeah. like but we that, know yeah. that it's alive so there's gonna be like you said a third season we know that um there's others out there which is gonna open the possibility of like the whole mutants thing because once they start introducing more characters with powers 11's not gonna really feel genuine anymore you're gonna have more people with all different kinds of powers and it's gonna be straight up the x-men yeah it, that's basically what it's gonna be like it's that. gonna be very x-men-y well you know it's funny people were complaining they were like Oh, how come Eleven didn't do a lot in this season? I'm like, I'm glad she wasn't just using magic. 
all nine episodes. It cheapens the it cheapens the kids themselves yeah. as a group trying to figure things out. And I think that was kind of cool that they didn't make her like the answer to all the problems. Although at the end when she was closing the gate and she was having those flashbacks and he was saying like you're sick and you're going to you know it's going to kill yeah. you. I was like, "Oh my god, what if she's the monster?" What if she's the monster? And then I was like, oh, what if she created the Upside Down? What if it didn't exist before L? Yeah, they never showed the creation of it. Too. Uh, well, I mean, they did. Jackson. So yeah. they, they show her astral projection. But what initially... if the Upside Down is essentially um, a, a projection of her psyche? What if she's like the most powerful mutant of all? What if she's well, the she Jean found, Grey the Phoenix? She found... Uh... Because remember, because like, okay, initially in season one, she's watching the Russians. That was a whole point. You're going to use your yeah. astral projection to watch the Russians and, and spy Cold War bullshit. Yeah. But then this time she finds something. She's like, what is that? And she sees like a little creature. And then she's like, and then she touches it and it's a demigorgon and it turns and screams and all of a sudden the gate opens. Yeah. Well, so okay, it could, so... it could, that's a good theory. I mean, it, that could have been in her head and some crazy thing. She manifested the universe, but it, most likely I think it's just, she just discovered the negative. I, I think you're probably right, yeah. but it leads for an interesting theory thought uh like experiment thinking like what if l created all of this what if i you know what i <clears throat> i mean i think that it was more like her accidentally finding some messed up stuff what i'm more interested in and what i really want to see them sort of delve into is like what exists on the other side right so okay so we know there's the giant monster that's may or may not be made of smoke the demogorgons yes yeah, so and then there's the demogorgons demigod what Demo dogs. Demo, Demo dogs. dogs. Yeah. Which which are they a different species than Demogorgon? I was gonna say, didn't or, the Demogorgon walk on two legs? It did and it did. looked a lot like um what's the dude with the long arms from the internet memes? Slenderman. Slenderman, Slenderman thank oh, you. Oh yeah. yeah. Um so and then there's also like so like obviously the slugs turn into that, but like what's with the vines? Are the vines part of the giant smoke monster? I think they would be separate. But they well, might but, share a consciousness. Well, it's like hive mind. Remember, it's all yeah. hive mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I they, mean, maybe everything probably... in the upside down shares at least some facet of hive mind. Yeah, I think the the big, I think big spider, spider ghost, spider darkness is mm. like is the is the central mind of of the entire upside down universe. Well, but that's such a small place that they're at, and if the upside down mirrors, yeah, that's everything just one on Earth, town too. So yeah. Yeah. this no, no, is no, like no. a worldwide yeah. thing. They're, they're Dude, just, it's universal just if you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I've always felt that it was very, um, uh, like Lovecraftian. Yeah, the upside for down. sure. Yeah. yeah, and and so I feel that it's kind of like like you know it would be like if if the explorers stumbled on the mountains of madness or they stumbled on on uh what is it rayla or wherever where cthulhu lives so it's i feel like like we the government made a mistake and now you know this one town in the middle of nowhere is really suffering for it but um no i don't know i thought it was i thought it was it was a good season you know everybody likes to ask is it better or worse than season one I don't think it's better. I don't think it's worse. I think just season one was just, it, it felt, it was fresher at the time. Yeah. It was now new. we're used to it. Now we're used to, like, we know what we're getting into. Whereas well, yeah. we hadn't yeah. seen something like season one since an 80s movie. And we're able to, like, flesh out the characters. So yeah. I think season two is just as good as season one, but it's good for slightly different reasons. Yeah. Season one introduces you to the story and the universe, but season two, and as you go forward in time, season three or four or however long it takes, are going to continue to... Uh, expose you to various aspects of the universe and character development. So yeah, sure. no, I, yeah, I liked this season better. 
it just had a lot more going in it and it it felt like like you said the first season opened up the world for the whole entire show but this one just it seemed to like you know center on a lot of the characters more i mean for some reason we didn't really focus on mike that much in this season he was a big character yeah. in the first season he just yeah. kind of spent this whole season just being pissy that he's being was all gone. emo about l and stuff like that but what did you think about harper though his storyline in this uh season i i like that he was basically playing dad to l i thought that was yeah i really liked that to make up for his daughter that died yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so good and i like so that he still good. fought with l you know like like father daughter like they're fighting like you bratty teenager i'm like this is good like and she's not trying to kill him or he's not being like get out of here you fucking freak or nothing it's like yeah it, yeah it's still yeah so the thing is though so they're showing the flashbacks right of how those two met yeah so um basically what happens is she comes back from the upside down she runs off in the woods uh, is living there for obviously a, quite a while because you see her hair length was a little longer from being the shaved bald that she it was. was. A year. Yeah, yeah. She was living out in the woods for a fucking year. Then she comes across. Uh, who did she come across again? Or she asked, Harper was leaving stuff in the box for her, but how did he know that she was alive? I think he just had a hunch when he was leaving the waffles there. He probably just thought maybe if she's out there, she'll get this waffle, and yeah. then she ate the waffle, and then. Yeah, because that's together. the most honest place to put well, it. But, you know, with the last season, uh, I don't know if they answered this question. They probably did. But like how Harper was uh, he went into the van. Uh, Brenner was dead. But I actually want to get to that really quick after I talk about this. But um, he gets in the van. So was he like given like full more like in depth about what they're all about? Like all the secrets, what's going on in the lab? Oh, when he started talking to that new doctor? Yeah, which is Paul Reiser. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it was, uh, I, you know, I think that, you know, he's like, all right, you know, I'm the sheriff of this town, you, you know, and after everything that's happened, I, I'd like you guys to fill me in. And so they did. And that's why he started going to the therapy sessions with Will and, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, the other, what's the mom's name? Joyce. 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 Joyce thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think he was filled in a little bit on it. Um, and as, like I said, as for the waffle thing, he probably just had a hunch that if she's out there, she'll get this waffle. And then she did, and then he, and then he probably, I, I think that he probably figured like she's too strong to let this beat her. Like yeah. I know she's got it in her. Like I believe in my daughter, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I did like, I did like his character progression. He ended up being probably one of my favorite characters of the whole yeah, season him. because sure. he really came out of that that funk that he was in in the beginning of season one, where he's like all upset and depressed, and then his thing with Joyce, and then Bob dies, and I'm like, yeah, moving on in there so they can figure out I they're gonna hook up or something the end relationship if, uh, they're yeah. definitely gonna hook up it's gonna happen yeah they're gonna yeah. hook up it's gonna happen yeah for sure maybe that's maybe they're gonna do it on the wall maybe that's season three he pushes her against <laughs> the wall that's what she does on the wall <clears throat> oh my god <laughs> well, okay i thought brenner died okay this is what i was gonna say so he died in the first season right right and then when l and uh kelly kelly collie collie okay so they approach potato they, they, they go to that guy and they're gonna kill him and you know he was pretty much on the verge of death you know you can say whatever you want to say when someone's gonna kill you maybe they'll you know it's this thing don't kill me I know I know this nice so he said she's like uh, Brenner's dead he's like no he's not like I'll take you to him and then they showed him in the flashbacks and everything like that and um, so I think he's alive I think he's alive somewhere they don't show him dying though in the I first can't one? remember, the but I don't season? think like See, I don't remember exactly how he died in the first season. I don't either. But but I mean, I he, thought he I fucking think, died. I thought he died also, but at the same time, like he was that he was that like, like 
crawling chaos evil. He was like nefariously evil, like yeah. super villain evil. So he he definitely got away with it, you know. Maybe he's gonna have a nasty scar. Yeah, that's probably what he'll have a scar, have like yeah. burns all over his arm or I something. Am yeah, now yeah. I've lost my Plus, humanity. because they're uh, you know experimenting on kids and giving them these abilities, maybe he did something to himself. <laughs> Oh, that's very that's plausible. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like a regeneration power yeah. or something. Oh, mm-hmm. that'd be that'd be yeah. super badass. But also, Monster uh, Fight with the uh, um, Eleven's mother. What'd you think of that? Figuring out more about her. I kind of like became... that she's caught in a loop that she's basically never gonna be able to like talk to her daughter again. So like, you're fucked. Yeah, it was it was a good yeah. it was a good way of like you know kind of moving Eleven's story forward, but not having to introduce like. Your mom is now a character on this show, and we have to deal with this constant drama. Well, also, right? it was yeah. good. I think they did and a good job. And it's also like you know, L, like never, everyone isn't getting exactly what they want. Yeah, it's like they're getting some compromise, but it's like you're not going to get your mommy back, and then your nice father figure, and then you call it a day. You save the town, and then you can live happily ever after. It's like there's still that negative, like you can't get everything you want because that's how the world works. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I yeah. like how they made her the mom inaccessible in that yeah. way also because then it would have just been like it, it wouldn't have felt like the right show first of all, but I I wouldn't want them to bring that in. It's like, "Oh, mom secretly knows you have powers and, you know, maybe she has powers too and now it's going to be a thing and then is she going to hook up with the cop guy?" You know, like there you add in a lot of stuff there. So I'm glad that they made her inaccessible to Eleven, but still part of her character progression. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and I think that they used her as one of those catalysts for her becoming human, you know, because she didn't have a mom yeah. before. And by the end of that episode, she had done all of those things and she had met her mom. So she's definitely human and, she knows and her name. not a robot person. I think it was Karen, right? Karen's her name's her name? Jane. Oh, Jane. Oh, yeah. Eleven's yeah. name was Jane. So It was the, on the birth certificate. Uh, yeah, the birth certificate. Too. Do you feel, though, that Paul Reiser's character was... He's a bad guy, but the doctor? Maybe, the doctor, like, do you think like he has other intentions? Uh, you no. know what? He's one of he's another one of those few characters this season that seemed like he really, even though he was like working for the government and doing all kind of sketchy stuff, I felt like he was just a genuinely good person. I agree because I thought initially that they like, oh, maybe there's a there's another motive here because I initially thought, and I think it was the first episode when you see Will going to his therapy session that. He was just going to a hospital, and then, like, secretly they were working. But it's like, no, it's common knowledge. Like, yes, we are here to help clean up the problem. So tr- yeah. you just got to trust us. And yeah. they were trying. And I was like, okay, good. I'm glad there isn't, like, a predictable twist coming. Well, it's one yeah, of the things definitely. that makes it seem more like real life. Yeah. You know? It was less movie and more, like, how things would actually be because of plus, this. Yeah, plus the whole thing with Will getting, like, possessed. It was like The Exorcist. Yeah. You know, they, they, oh, seriously, yeah. They put him to that bed, and they turn up the heat to get the, you know, the the... the the demons out, you know. So, and then yeah. they finally stick him with a hot poker <laughs> that was to get crazy. the fucking thing out. That was pretty cool. You that know, it's funny. Intense. That was we an were, intense scene. I honestly thought they were gonna kill Will. Kill Will, Volume One. <laughs> 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 I thought they were gonna kill Will. I'm like, oh my god, there's gonna be like a thing where it's like we have to kill Will, and like the kids are gonna say it, and then like Mike's gonna kill Will. I'm like, oh my god, like kids are killing each other. This show is really dark. I thought uh, Mike was gonna kill Harper. At the end. Because he didn't tell her that Eleven was alive. He was, like, fucking raging. Oh, yeah. Oh. piece of shit. You didn't tell me. What do you do? I hate you. And all was uh, just, like, shit. And I was like, yeah. Well, it's funny. I saw that, and I'm just like, I'm like, he's going to get hit. You're going to get hit. Like, I figured he was just going <laughs> to backhand that little boy to the ground. to be like, boom. 
Listen, oh, no, I'm an adult. I, I was so. doing adult things. Maybe shut the <laughs> fuck up. I figured it for was like gonna happen exactly minutes. like how it played. But he out. ended up being like like this super good guy. Is just like, all right, well, like I'll just let you get angry at me or whatever. So like it was it was he good. He gives a little hug at you. You yeah. angry kid. Well, I think that's big. because Harper understands like how people are when things like that happen. You know, we haven't seen him prior to this show, but you know, he's a police officer he has training in those sorts of things you would assume that he's dealt with people that have had situations that impact people emotionally in a similar way so he knows how to handle that he doesn't know how to handle this specific problem because upside down and all these monsters are totally new but you know you're taking the skills that he's learned and you're doing that so it shows that you know he he's a i think it also shows like he's he's a good guy he's a good cop he's good at what he does you know with the the Harper that we saw in the beginning of season one is just because he was like stuck in a funk. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, I think like he has totally like blossomed as a character for sure. Absolutely. Um, so I like Harper a lot. I think we're going to obviously, you know, Joyce and him, like you guys said, are probably going to hook up. Yeah. Um, but he is like a father figure also to all these boys in a way to, even though they have fathers, you know, like uh, except for, well, you didn't see really Dustin's father. You know. Yeah, you assume that his dad's just not in the picture. Yeah. For whatever reason. But like Doesn't he's matter. like you know, like you know, Steve is like Steve's the, the older brother. Like he's the, the, the surrogate older brother to everyone. Yeah. Even though Jonathan is a person, he's also the surrogate older brother. Uh and then yeah, Harper's the yeah, the dad, the surrogate dad, even the kids who have dads. Did you guys though, um, really quick, did you have any favorite scenes in the show? Because one of my favorite scenes, it's kinda quick, was funny though is when um, Eleven comes back, you know, and it was that whole build-up. And I actually, did you feel like when she came through the door, like, yeah, she's finally fucking here. Yeah. She, it was like the last episode, but she's here. And you wanted to see the reaction of all the people, like, oh, my God, she's fucking alive and shit. But I thought it was really funny when they were introducing uh, her to Max. Max goes, oh, hi, I've learned a lot about you. My name is Max. And she just looks sort of really mean and just walks away. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. That was pretty yeah, good. That was pretty fucking good. bitch. Do I have any favorite scenes? Um, I have a favorite scene. scene. My favorite scene is when Nancy and Jonathan went to go stay at Crazy Guy's house. And they are both in their separate rooms. It was so much like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I was fucking dying. And they're sitting there and they're like talking like, oh, can't believe it. And there you just you see the switch in between the shifts yeah. and the shifts and then they come out and you're just like, yes, yeah, that, was, that was nicely. Executed. I, that was probably yeah. my favorite scene, especially because I, I noticed going through this whole going through the whole season, like they had a lot of things that were very like um, they're very 80s movie. You know, there was a lot of homages to very specific things. Like when Eleven comes in the the music door. Too. Yeah, the music. Oh, and when Eleven comes in the so door good. at the at the dance at the very end, I liked that. But that was very... Time um, after time. Yeah, yeah, it was very like John Hughes You know, when Hughes I hear that song, I just movie. think of Napoleon Dynamite. Exactly, yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> oh, He's just going to walk no. in, hey, so I heard there's a school dance going on. That, that <laughs> must be a purview of youth. Uh, yeah. Because, listen, I don't... I. Before you said that, I would have put zero money down that that song was even in that movie. I have, yeah, yeah, I it was in the dance. I've seen the movie. It was in the dance. Totally too. don't know. But the dance, though, the dance, though, the snowball. Um, did you think it was kind of a little bit, you know, heartbreaking that you saw Dustin kind of trying to get a dance? No girls would dance oh, with him. I was about ready to go and murder those so popular sad. girls. Yeah, that's, this, what it happens in real life. There's a lot of kids that go to these dances and they get turned down. And um, I think it was really nice of Nancy. To kind of go up to him and say, do you want to dance? And then when they're finally dancing, 
you can tell the girls are very jealous or they were just like, oh my God, why is she you know, dancing with him? This is how it is, man. Every time, if you're single, good fucking luck. But if you got a woman with you, whether she's your girl or not, you're going to get Yeah, she was probably like the best looking girl there or whatever. She was like the oldest. And you can tell from the first season that Dustin had a crush on her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in the first yeah. episode of the first season, there's a scene oh, real quick where he kind of looks at her and he gives that. a little like smile and she's kind of like <sighs> rolls her eyes like yeah. big sister and walks yeah. away. And so, yeah, what, that's the thing was the yeah. show goes for 10 seasons. Cause she said to him, like out of all, Nancy. out of all Mike's friends, you're my favorite. And that just made him shine. Like he was yeah. like, Oh my God, I'm growing. Yeah. He was like, what's that kid from the Sandlot who has it for the uh, um, uh, uh, glasses. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. You kill me. Small. Squints. Small. Squints. Yeah. Yeah. Squints. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin probably got his first boner in that scene. Yeah. So no, I mean, um, John, like I said, scene? oh yeah, you guys get yeah. Your scene, so okay, so by far my favorite scene was uh, the that whole interaction when uh, when um, Max's older brother comes in and it's just like, look how fucking cool guy I am, and then uh, bloody John Ralphio beats the shit out of him, right? And but you know, just like you can't fight that kind of like absolute evil sort of a character, and then um. The sister, you know, stabs him in the neck. Man, I would like the stab in the neck with the drugs, and then he's like coming towards them, and then they fall, and she grabs that bat with just nails yeah. in it, which is super dangerous, and like buries it in the ground right between his legs. I was just like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, that's how you never get picked on again, right. is you drug a guy and bury, yeah. a, bury a hammer. <laughs> In the ground near balls, yeah. yeah, like that's guaranteed. Oh right? uh, yeah, that was that was. I don't she really drove the like car that. too. She oh, drove and then the car. She drove yeah. the car, which was just like the like, like short so round. She funny. had a thing on her foot. And she was <laughs> yeah, <still> yeah. <laughs> see <laughs> another homage to an eighties. Yeah, I know. I don't know if I had. I don't know if I had a favorite scene per se, but I really like the stuff after Will gets possessed, where like you know, um, they're trying to talk to him, and you can tell there's something off. Like Will, who am I? And he's like. I want to go. Let me go. And he's like all possessed. I'm just, I'm like, I'm just waiting for like, Jesus fucks you. Jesus fucks you with the cross. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. reference. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, yeah. oh, he's so like weird. And that kid's big old eyes. And he's just like, I really, and then when but he's they like, couldn't have done it because the exorcist was a seventies movie. Ah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah but still though, with the whole veins coming up his neck. Yeah. yeah I just like, it just seemed like a fucking, yeah. like a, like a demonic thing. Like just that, that stuff was cool. Yeah. I don't know if I had a favorite scene though. Yeah. Um, okay, I have one gripe. I have one gripe that really does kind of just like what? Um, you have a gripe? When, Holy shit! I know that's new. Uh, when Will is possessed, and he's using Morse code to talk to them, I didn't know Will knew Morse code. Yeah, all the kids do. It was a reference in the. I think they I mentioned talk about it in the it first. They all have. Okay, yeah. they all know Morse code. Okay, because yeah. I was just like, I thought that was just between. You know what? Harper I have a gripe and, about that too. Yeah. Why were they using the back of the pad to write in crayon? Didn't that pad have paper on it that they could have used to write instead of on the back of the? Because it's like a legal. Oh, pad. when they were writing uh, closed gate. Yeah. Maybe they Why ran out of paper. Why didn't they write on the paper on maybe, the front of the pad? Maybe they ran out of paper when uh, they were putting all that shit on the wall. I think it's just because it looked cooler. Because yeah. like I noticed it and I was like, why? did they do that <laughs> yeah yeah uh so i mean like any final thoughts uh, i'm ready for thing? season three but we have another year so fuck now i gotta wait oh so ready so ready i actually kind of want to go back and rewatch season one i'm gonna do it again i'm gonna watch one and two like fuck i don't know if i like i have like a day where i'm sick yeah that, no that's a really good go idea through one and two um but you know like i said these shows are just for me, it's nostalgia because I grew up in the 80s mm-hmm. and all that stuff, like the arcades, because arcades were big at that time. Oh, in the my 80s. God. They were I, fucking awesome, yeah. dude. And like, you know, 
and the music, especially the music and the, everything, like you said, the products and how everything looked, they all got the clothes, it. They nailed it all down. The costuming, yeah. like the costume and set designers, they what 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 awards do TV shows get? Are those Golden Globes? Uh, Golden Globes, Emmys. They deserve, they deserve something. those. Because that is, yeah. it's really hard to do period piece stuff, especially when you're talking about stuff that isn't like ancient. Like it's easier to do Game of Thrones period piece stuff than it is to do 80s period piece stuff. Because you have people thinking about you, you have people who are alive in the 80s thinking about what they think the 80s was like, but that's not necessarily what the 80s was like, but this is exactly what the 80s was like, I remember. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you, I kind of like that, like, you know, not everyone has that classic 80s look, like the one that you see yeah. on, on, yeah. like, you know, on TV. Yeah. That's and that's just how like your it was boy. then, yeah. you know? Well, it's, it's, the, it's the little details, right? Oh, the, you know, the how not everybody has a TV with a remote. Some people still have the knob TVs. You know, and, and, and like, like, and one of the, it was one of those little throwaway scenes that in all reality could have not existed. It would have been fine. But after, uh, after Harper yanks out the, like the cable or whatever, and L goes and picks it up, it's not a B and C connection or, or, a, or like a standard twisting cable connection, but it's, it's that, that flat, clear plastic wire with the two, um, antennas coming out the UHF VHF wire that pulls out, which like, I, I remember being a kid continuously oh, we're gonna unscrew it and put it back in or flip it around or bloody whatever to get the, the, the bunny ears the man. bunny ears those were work. a pain in the and ass it was like, it was like that, that constant little detail you shit. know i remember when they killed that frequency like 10 years ago 10 or 12 years ago oh when they went when they digital final, they finally yeah. got rid yeah, of they the went bunny digital, ears got yeah because my, my, one of my uncles he was still fucking using bunny ears in like yeah. 2003 you can still you can still pick up television for free you just have to have a modern television, and you have to have a special kind of uh, antenna. But there's still free television. That's a federal mandate that television. Well, you're yeah. you, you get like your basic news channels and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Dad and I bought like one, like just like a cheap little antenna, and and just to see what we could get, um, and like put it up on the roof and stuff like that. And uh, we got like. 14 Spanish channels <laughs> and, and one news channel from San Jose, wow. which makes no sense. I don't know and how like, it, how it transmitted like that far. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Channel three. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't worth it. So dad yeah. ended up buying cable, but still yeah. like you can still get internet or uh, television. I mean, for free, totally a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I actually have one more scene. That was my favorite fight. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I told you, I can't remember why I didn't bring this up. Uh, was Ghostbusters when they all dressed like Ghostbusters. Oh, school. Yeah. yeah. They did such a good job. They were playing the music and then they get to school because I saw this in the previews of the trailer. They get to school, and then you realize they're the only ones dressed in costumes, which is weird because I'm kind of going, why is no one else dressed in costumes? Yeah. They didn't really explain that. They said, did we miss the memo or something? But, God, that was awesome. Well, I had figured maybe they didn't accurate. realize it was Halloween. Like they dressed up the day no one likes Winston. or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Winston! I love Winston. Yeah, I know, I love right? Winston, too. Winston's cool. Uh, I, I think that that scene because i thought the same thing i was just like why the heck are all these people not dressed up but i think it was that like we're in eighth grade now and we're mature so why would we dress up i remember dressing and up I, as I a hobo it's... for her halloween in eighth grade but it was just clothes that i had yeah and well, then i, I think... used like a scar on my face nice. that was it and then i was like you had some hobo. meth with you and shit you know i think that it was a really simple way of explaining that these kids are are very on the outside. I think it was a good visual way 
of telling you a couple things about this about the characters like what's happened over the last year or so yeah. where it's like they're still the outsiders they're still not the cool kids and while everybody they're else the fucking matured, nerds man yeah well no they're <laughs> totally the nerds but it's like while everybody else matured you know like big in quotes capital yeah. m matured right these kids really haven't even even yeah. though like the stuff that they've gone through would have driven about half. Well, their they also class think that they're, they're ghost hunters and monster hunters. Exactly. Because, you know, because exactly. everything that's happening. What was that thing though that Dustin was talking about from the D and D? The monster he was talking about. Oh, the um. Oh, tentacle face. Oh. The mind. Um. Uh, oh man, what was I it cannot called? remember the name of that for the life of me. But basically, he was comparing that monster to that, and it was it looked pretty like accurate almost. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and they were like. Dude, what are you talking about? And he's just like, no, it's this thing. Like, really? Yeah. But I can't remember funny. the name of it. Fuck. That'd be funny if we find out in season three, D and D's real, and it's all reference to the Upside Down. That would be. <laughs> that, that would be pretty be Pretty fucking metal. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. would be pretty metal. I think though, really quick, uh, a last note: the '80s vibe is good. I love this show, and it kind of we are seeing an uprise in '80s nostalgia. I think it might be dying down a bit because we've had, you know, it. We've had Stranger Things. They have the same feel. I mean, you ever seen that movie Super 8? Yeah. Yeah. That uh, J.J. Abrams I never film? saw it. I know if you it, see that movie, it's the same shit. It's about a bunch of kids, 80s, but it's an alien instead of like, you know, a girl with powers mm-hmm. or like an evil clown. It's and, really good. You should watch it. Yeah, it's, a it's good actually one. a good movie. <laughs> and on that note, folks, we are going to take a short break. And when we get back, we are going to talk about Thor Ragnarok. So stay tuned. Woo! back folks now we are gonna get viking up in this motherfucker we're gonna get disney viking up in this motherfucker and we're gonna talk about thor ragnarok ragnarok ragnarok, ragnarok. so we saw ragnarok uh <laughs> this past we all Thursday. saw ragnarok together yeah actually. we yeah. witnessed we witnessed ragnarok yeah like the four of us and then another friend of ours we all saw uh ragnarok and uh i loved it, it so i loved good. it so much so good it was so, fucking so dope. good yeah yeah uh i didn't think i was gonna like this movie. marvel didn't let us down again that's all i gotta say with the yeah. movies yeah yeah well you know i i the i, I mentioned this to you guys before i thought the third the first thor was like kind of fun and spoofy and kind of stupid how is it spoofy though explain this to me what so was... it's like you know like you know you think to yourself like oh this this magical being with a hammer from like a, a alternate dimension is gonna come and like be all powerful and be like i'm badass but like like it shows him, he gets hit by a car, and then he's like, "You cannot stop the mighty Thor!" And they just stick him with fucking anesthetic, and the whole movie he's just kind of like fumbling, and like, uh, you know, he walks into the pet store. I need a horse. Like, uh, sir, this is a pet store. Like, you know, like shit like that. Like, it's You're all drinking a cup of co- uh, coffee. Another. Yeah, like it's all like goofy yeah, and yeah. stupid, kind of fish yeah, out of water story. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the second movie to me was just fucking trash, which John thinks was good. I, I loved it. it. You, liked Thor, you guys like Thor too? I, Thor I Dark World? really like Thor it. Dark World. I am evil and you are good and good must die. We must turn the entire that's, universe that, dark. Listen, listen, Malekith listen. wasn't You're, really a big... 
he was an interesting villain to me. It was just like, uh, yeah. Well, but, but that's that's that that's the thing though, right? Norse mythology is simple. Yeah. The dark elves just want darkness. It's not. It's not. There's not a. Re- they just well, want. They like be, the dark. And bad guys are just bad guys. <laughs> let's be logical for a second. It's just like we want to live in darkness. Cool. Why don't you guys shroud your little corner of the universe in darkness? So I because they want, everyone, they, want, they want everything in darkness. They want everything in darkness yeah, and, because they own everything, or they should rightfully own. Because everything. reasons. Everything's got to be dark. Owns because the reasons. world tree owns the universe essentially. Yeah, and they want to own yeah. the world tree. And if they own the world tree, it doesn't do them any good to have this like place that's all nice and bright and pretty also i'm not saying that it's a smart movie i just enjoy oh i also it. hate yeah. i hate darcy whom uh, oh, the annoying no, bitch. But she's so, good. She's meow, so meow. fucking meow, meow terrible okay okay oh, yeah. yes okay we're sorry we're not talking about thor 2 we're talking about thor 3 but yes i think no thor i mean if we're gonna talk about thor 3 we yeah might as well no talk about uh, well, thor, right. i didn't like darcy because because it's like hey remember those like three jokes because she made you hate in the first fun. movie is yeah, that why hate you fun. hate darcy Fuck fun <laughs> <laughs> no like she like her jokes were bad and like look at me i'm like the like stoner and like you know i'm making dumb jokes and it's she just, was just a basic bitch she was really basic bitch and but basic, basic bi- bitches exist yeah, that's why but, she's in that yeah but they, they don't even, they don't make jokes. Uh, all of the Thor movies, all of the women are kind of basic in them. That right? is actually except, true. Ex- except except for Sif. Sif's badass. Sif's in the great. One. The uh, the wife um, of Odin. She's mom. She was good. She's, yeah, she's, she's good. She's just mom. Yeah. But um, I mean, his love it's interest. Cat Dennings. Cat Dennings. Yeah, that's yeah. the actress that plays uh, Meow Meow Girl. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Darcy. Yeah. yeah. But um, the uh. I mean, even was it Jane or whatever? His yeah. love interest in the first movie was like a very paper. Oh thin no, character. Natalie Portman's the worst in the first two. No, no, no. I, I don't. Well, Darcy's the worst in the second, but she's not good. <laughs> she's not good in the first two movies. No, she's like I think they chose the wrong actress because there was no chemistry. Natalie Portman didn't really seem like she wanted to be in the movie. It yeah, did seem a could, lot like somebody that. had chained her to a to a camera and was just like, "You're gonna act because." You, we still got six months on the contract. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Too, yeah. Twenty she million dollars. Do your, she doesn't do want anything to do with Star Wars. Like, even if they have like some kind of festival or something, Maybe she does not want to be a part Disney of anything. That so she doesn't want a part. It's plausible, of. but could be uh, some actors. So I've seen this happen in Star Trek, where actors. I mean, hell, um, Leonard Nimoy wrote that book. I am not Spock, and then he wrote I am Spock, which mm-hmm. I own. Yeah, they're both good yeah. books. I've read both, but um, and Dad owns both, but. There was a time when you didn't want to be part of that. I mean, look at uh, Tasha Yar, the the uh, short, uh, blonde-haired security chief from the first season or first two seasons of Next Generation. She wanted out. She didn't want to do it. She didn't want to be typecast. She didn't want to deal with any of that kind of stuff. Her career essentially went nowhere afterwards, which was a which was a dumb move for her. But uh, now, like in the beginning, you know, no interviews, nothing. She hated it. Now she, I mean, she goes to all. I've seen her twice at conventions. You know, like personally seen her at conventions, yeah. you know, so like, you know, but you're always going to have those naysayers. Um, The guy who plays, I don't know, I just know the characters on Star Trek better, so that's why I'm using this. The guy who played Chakotay and Voyager fucking hates Star Trek. He thinks it's just derivative garbage. Well, that's the thing about these, you know? about these so shows. Some people just passionately hate shit for no logical reason. Well, that's reason. the thing about this stuff is like, you know, especially with people who have never done anything outside of this genre such as star wars star trek or marvel it's like yeah yeah you're gonna be screwed when you leave whereas like you know guys like mark ruffalo robert downey natalie portman like they've all done shit 
before. Yeah. They've been acting for years before getting into Marvel. I feel bad for both the Chris's, Chris Evans and Chris uh, Chris uh, Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Uh, Chris Pratt already had a career, but whatever. Um, Evans already had a career. Yeah, he's all who? three of them already had. You know what's careers. really crazy? Well, though. yeah, but I mean, like you know, what is it? Uh, uh, Chris Evans was just he was just another superhero, and then he kind of didn't really. You didn't see I him mean, in yes, much. These may be their defining yeah. roles. This but, might be it. But for their the thing about sucks. it is, is I mean, look at it. You can look at it in a in a an aspect like Chakotay from from Voyager, who didn't really do anything after Voyager, and because he essentially was typecast. Um, but you can also look at it as people who routinely get typecast who are okay with it think about bruce willis he plays the same guy he doesn't even play a guy that's actually He's, that's, that's actually bruce a belief willis. is that bruce is that all movies that bruce willis are in exist in the same universe and bruce willis is that's the true. or they're different really multiverses like there's, there's, there's and like a the bruce same willis guy multiverse in theory it's super fascinating you know look so it there's <laughs> there's characters like that on a tangent but totally uh, yeah so i'm sorry yeah, yeah, yeah no no it's, it's like okay. that but anyway, um, Thor 2 was good, and you're wrong. Yeah, that's fine. He's real dumb. So it's <laughs> but everyone Thor has, 3 was even better. I understand, so I, get it. I understand that hitting your head can cause brain damage, and I apologize. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, shit. So, Shots fired. Fire, helmets. But either way, we all thought Thor 3 was good, so who cares? Yes. So, yes, yeah. let's get back yeah. to the main subject here. So, yes, um, well, uh, I uh, we'll start with the, with the guests. What did you guys, like, why did you like it? You know what? I thought it was a fun movie, and 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 I mean like a genuinely fun movie, like the action movies I used to watch as a kid, where there's the action's good, and there's just these absurd visuals, and and there are whole swaths of that movie that they do not explain or justify, and you just accept as existing, and you just fuck off with everything else, yeah. right? And the, there were jokes, and and the, they weren't necessarily. You know, some of the jokes were written in, so it was like a smooth transition joke. And some of the jokes were just some sidekick asshole making a joke. And th that's fun. It's nice. We don't make movies like that anymore that are just good. You know? That, that you could, you, that's one of those movies I feel like, yeah, you can analyze it and, and, and there's depth and it applies to all the rest of the Marvel Universe and all this kind of stuff. But you can also sit on your couch and turn your brain off and have two hours of legitimate fun. And just be happy. Yeah, well, you know, I, I agree. Like, I mean, I even, I was worried about the jokes in the beginning. I was just like, oh, no, it's going to be like Guardians where, like, they're like, hey, do you get it? It's funny. Like, okay, did you guys see Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt like when we were, when I was watching that movie that the jokes were just shoved down your throat. Like, do you get it? I didn't feel it? that it's way. Funny. But it's not that way about Batman versus Superman. It was. Where was there jokes in that movie? Yeah. What? And, and a little bit like There's Suicide jokes Squad. that isn't the movie itself. No, the, I think that's the yeah, main I think joke. it's just yeah. actually the main joke. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg is the fucking joke, man. No, he's the, he's the joker, apparently, at least in that movie. Um, does things for what the did you? What did you think, wife? How was it? I loved it. Um, I really... One of the things that I really like is visuals and the costuming. And the costuming and the visuals and the set design were so on point. You just, like... It looks so beautiful and decadent. Like, I... Even what's that movie with Mila Kunis that's really bad where they're in space and they're like Jupiter uh, Ascending. Okay, Jupiter Ascending or Jupiter is it Jupiter Ascending? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jupiter Ascending. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that movie is an awful movie, but it just looks so beautiful. I just can't help but love it. But also, I like bad movies. But um, I really liked this because it was beautiful really and it was movie. well put together. It was. Um, <laughs> but I really liked that it was like an '80s action movie. It was a yeah. little buddy cop, and I know a lot of people didn't want it to be funny, but you know what? 
the world sucks. Like, why can't you watch something that's engaging and funny? Why does all the superhero movies have to be gritty and dark? Obviously, sans Guardians of the Galaxy, but people, I think, are really into this, like, dark and grittiness. And it's like, no, just have some fun. Escape for a little while. So it was very, like, 80s action movie, and I really loved it. But um, there was a lot of times where it kind of, like, kicked it into, like, a 70s, like... um, like a like 70s sort of action movie it was very like 80s action movie and then there were periods where i was like are we watching flash gordon right now because i'm pretty sure we're watching flash gordon right now the scene <laughs> yeah, I got with the valkyries too. i loved it i really liked that like extra beautiful 300 sucker punch sort of things that they would do slow motion saturated yeah, colors love yeah it. yeah so, it was Zack snyder's original uh style before he went man of steel yeah, yeah. as a as a note on wonder woman that's how you do slow-mo wonder woman did it wrong thank you i, I was gonna say just, if you yeah. think wonder woman did it right no, i'm about to no, say no, no, bruh, that's, that's what bruh. that's what i'm saying no. this movie used slow-mo and a lot of it when you think about it but it was good and it made sense which is the polar opposite of wonder woman's use of slow-mo so that's uh, that's one of the things that i appreciated are you talking about when she was fighting the 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 soldiers in like, that I, all big the room? slow-mo all, all the slow-mo, slow-mo. Yeah. Wonder Woman. the, the was action was in, the much. action in wonder woman wasn't good i think yeah, there was yeah. also was too stilted. much slow-mo yeah. but yeah. um that's that's a story for another time yeah uh, but no <laughs> no i think i think thor ragnarok did a good job using its visuals uh, of both of both, you know, utilizing the slow-mo and utilizing the, the bright colors and the technology and all this kind of stuff. But it was it was easy to keep up, right? When, you, when you're on the planet, Sakaar, you can tell everything has that, like, sort of color palette to it. It was very, yeah. like, like, Super Nintendo video games-y, where it's like each level has a specific color palette that that kind of yeah, oh, that governs it. it. And, and I, I kind of got that same thing, where, like, you could really clearly tell, wh- like, where you were based yeah. on the color palette of the surroundings. Like we're scenes. on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ice world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, seriously. Like I think the I ice think, level. I thought I thought they I thought it was a fantastic movie. I thought they did a great job. Wasn't that Yodenheim or something like that? <laughs> Yodenheim? Yeah. Oh, that's, Yodenheim, uh, that's where yeah. Frost Giants from. Yeah. 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 But I thought the story was actually really good too. There were some things about the story that don't really jive with Norse mythology, but like what yeah, the, whatever. But, you're not watching yeah, Norse mythology. Yeah. You're watching a movie adaptation of a <laughs> yeah. comic book. Yeah. Uh, but I really liked how they sort of tied things together and how they sort of pushed Thor through. So now he is like Odin. Can he be Odin Odinson? No, that doesn't make any sense. He's just Thor, <laughs> and they haven't, they've written themselves into a corner, and they really have. He's going to be retired kind of out bad. soon. Well, uh, um, and I, and I adore Kate Blanchett. Good God. She's fucking fantastic. She's fantastic. She's so yeah. hot. And Yo, she, she looks, looks so gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. She fucking looks hot as fucking So hot. Like, I thought I she looked guys... beautiful and hot as Galadriel because that's like my, my unicorn for her. No, but yeah. this is the new unicorn. I don't know Good if you guys God. heard him during the movie, but he's just like, every time she was on screen, he's just like, fuck. She's just so fucking hot. I Dude, did I know. Hear that. She was yeah. so and I was hot. Like, yes, that. she's so hot. <laughs> yeah. No, she looked good. She looked good, like as a dark villain. Yeah. yeah like, and I don't think I've good. ever seen her do something like that before. Yeah. She did something like that was Lord of the Rings, sorta, when well, she kind of turned yeah, into. She did a little yeah. bit in that one scene, but um, it wasn't like this. Yeah. No, she, I just think in general, she's just well. a beautiful actress. Yeah. Well, I just I knew I said to myself too. I'm like, you know, even if this movie is trash. She's gonna give a great performance because yeah. she's a great yeah. actor. She's a great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever see the movie The Aviator? 
Yeah. No. She oh, plays she, yeah, Catherine yeah, yeah. Hepburn. Oh, dude. Oh, God, she's so amazing. She, she won an Oscar for that because, yeah. like, she sounded that's a great just movie, dude. like Catherine yeah. Hepburn. It was, yeah, yeah. She that's really, a great like, movie. don't she really you know? She, like, say weird shit. Like, yeah, she, yeah. Like that. Yeah, if you folks haven't seen uh, The Aviator, uh, directed by Martin Scorsese, see that movie. It's fantastic. Uh, Hugh, uh, Hugh, uh, I was going to say Hugh Hefner. Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes film. Yeah. It's a Hugh Hefner biopic. It's really weird. Another movie that's, like, yeah, it's just an orgy the entire movie. No, another movie that's also beautiful. Like yeah, the Aviator. That movie yeah, is just really shot good. so well. Really Color saturation is fantastic. That um, was just, yeah, Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, you know, it's funny. I've always wanted. Like, I know he'll never do this, but I'm like, I kind of want to see Scorsese direct one of these Marvel films. Just one. Oh my god, it would be so amazing, one. dude. Yeah, he can make movies. Like you know, we, we, he made that movie Hugo, which in my opinion was a little too long, but it's like he can make an entertaining kids but film. He is. We were talking about this earlier. Is going to produce the Joker movie. He's producing it. Yeah, yeah, but that just means he's paying for it or he's raising money well, for it. Well, but I mean, if you're producing it, it's going to have some of your style and yeah. flair. Yeah, have some you know? and, But when and he directs he be, a movie. And, and he might be an overbearing producer. Like, I don't yeah. know. Well, you have know? you, did you guys ever watch that show, Boardwalk Empire? What? I Boardwalk did. Empire. No, I, I did not. So uh, if, you, if you guys know his. I'm not really big into like mafia drug Type. I'm, I'm not into that genre. I love that shit. I'm, it's good. Yeah, that's it's my super thing, good. you know? Um, I would much rather have knights and, like, swords and shit. I like all that shit. No, like, yeah. sometimes I'm gonna... I've just never really been into the whole mafia or drug sort yeah. of thing. Like, I tried really hard to in watch Weeds and Breaking Bad, and uh, I, actually, I actually tried the hardest to watch Sopranos, and I just couldn't do it. I just can't do those kind of movies. They're just the only one that I that I really enjoy is uh, Donnie Brasco. <laughs> you know, speaking of a, a, a room that we're sitting in with Godfather and Goodfellas. I know, right? I feel like saying, the yeah. posters are yeah, going to come off the walls. Yeah. They're looking at you. They're looking at me. I see him. He's looking at me right yeah. now. I'm going to kill you if you don't. Save me, listeners. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I mean, like, yeah, it, it all just depends on your style, or rather, your your taste, what you like. But um, um, Scorsese, when he when he directs, like, it's always like the camera's always flying all over the fucking place. There's always music playing, and it's a lot of tracking shots, people like walking, really awesome music playing, and like, if you the first episode of Boardwalk Empire feels like you're watching Goodfellas, it's really? the way it's shot. Yeah, it's 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 Boardwalk's a great show. Don't watch season five, but like seasons one to four <laughs> season five is really bad it was like a bad wrap-up of the show it's, it's really really horrible don't watch it but um yeah i know getting back to it though like yeah i i think that thor looked amazing um i i think this was thor done right yeah yeah 100%. definitely yeah you know i think that even though you bitched about the hair that was your main well concern. i'm fucking i'm i like viking stuff and i'm a dork but you're just like, like i want him to have long hair and a beard and listen to a I mean, not all vikings have long hair though <laughs> we don't know that because no one really knows what they look well like he looks more like wore. just crim, uh chris hemsworth with the short yeah hair. And, and you know I'm, I, I'm i'm about it let me tell you chris hemsworth <laughs> with the short hair i'm into it no he looked he i'm looked also into good. it with the long hair but i feel like in this movie because he is getting older you know, I think that the short hair actually fits him better, and I think the the longer hair w- made him look older, and this kind of gave him I, like I just I loved it, like you know, fucking being like yeah, it was super head. hot. Just I can't. the long hair. I would go the... on this one. I think he should have. They should have found a way for him to magically grow his hair back or some bullshit. Well, they didn't like have a reason you why got that he needed to cut his hair. They just cut it for yeah. reason. Yeah. I think they just cut his hair because they need to put Stan Lee in somewhere, you know? Yeah, the but actor like, probably was just done. He's just probably like, I want to You know who I would have liked to see Stan Lee be? Stan Lee should have been like Jeff Goldblum's uh, right-hand man. That would have been really? Yeah, Stan Lee actually has a big character. Man. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. You know what? If he had been that... Uh, that like insane gravelly woman that was kept trying to hand 
the, the, the like the, the like disintegration murder. Staff. The disintegration oh, that's that's Stan Lee. Melting stick. Yeah, the melting yeah. stick. If, if, if that had been Stanley, because first of all, like that character was in the movie for more for more than longer than Stanley would have been in a movie, yeah. but uh, just to have like jeff goldblum bouncing off of stanley like that like yeah what? are you dumb what are you talking about <laughs> no don't hand me the and then you're like stick. don't be mean well to i'm this poor sorry i just figured it was time to melt these guys yeah. see yeah. that's what i wanted <laughs> i it love stanley he is legitimately the worst actor in all of human history stanley is just him and i love it because it fits the thing yeah but like every time he talks in one of the in one of these movies i'm just like oh my god stanley where are you where are you from why are you talking like I'm that? From... Are you broken? <laughs> Planet 616 from New York City. He's just, Spider-Man he is my favorite friend. Spider-Man's my best friend. Uh, he's just he's insane. I love it. No. Um yeah, I thought this movie was fucking good. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I'm going to get to my gripes in it in a little bit, but besides everyone else, yeah, I, I agree with you guys. It looked amazing. The colors, it was it was it's one of those great popcorn films. And if you don't like a Marvel film, just to go to see a film and just like have fun. This is the kind of movie like you get yeah. to go see. I mean, you know, it's it's just like Guardians of the Galaxy, even though it's got jokes up the ass. Guardians two, honestly, this does not live like yeah, yeah. Thor two surpasses. I'm just, Guardians. I'm just saying that when you go to a movie, or Thor like, three, sorry, Thor three. I'm saying when you go to a movie like that, you're gonna at least yeah. giggle or, or or laugh a little bit. You know, that's just that's just what it's like. I mean, I I thought that Thor, um. I, yeah, like with the Hulk, everything, it just all fucking fit, you know? And uh, I really think, though, this is one of the things I'd say. I think they were trying to go for more of a Planet Hulk movie with this. It seemed like the Thor... Well, have you read Planet Hulk? It's pretty dark. Yeah, yeah I've read Planet, Planet Hulk, but, Planet, uh, yeah. Hulk, but the thing is, I think they were trying to go for that. Well, I think they, I movie. think it was more of just homage. It's like, hey, remember the cool gladiator stuff from Planet Hulk? Since we can't... Since taking Hulk seriously in a movie doesn't work anymore, we're just gonna make it silly. <laughs> well, so. they, they've been told that they can't make a Hulk movie, right? Uh, like Universal Studios they, or something? I don't know if it's they can't. I think it's just they won't. Yeah. I, like, I, yeah. I, think, I, think, I think that it was... I think it'd be too silly. I, I think that the reason why it's so Planet Hulky is because I think they know that they're not going to be able to do one, and they're just like, "Listen, we need to pad up this Thor shit anyway, because like we can we can get deeper into the Norse stuff. Nobody cares about it. Like eight people well, care it about was, it. It's just so, it's just gladiator stuff. And we're two of those eight. Yeah, where that's it. Yeah, but Sakar <laughs> was in. Uh, that's the planet. No, the I whole, know, but yeah. like like I said, I think this is just more paying homage, and it, it's more of it's it's a little bit of Planet Hulk, because like I said, Planet Hulk is its own story where like Hulk ends up being king of the world and all this bullshit. Yeah, but the whole really movie, dark. the whole movie is mostly on Sakar. It's less on uh, uh, on Asgard. Well, I think that's the point. It's like we got to get off this planet, and then Hulk's just like, "No, I'm champion. I want to stay." I want stay because I'm champion of planet Quinjet. Yeah, like it's Quinjet. like it's it's yeah. like they're they're throwing in some Planet Hulk shit, but I don't think they were trying to go Planet Hulk because, like I said, if they were, it would have been. Uh, a lot I, darker. I, 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 I feel like they were. Going I think they were trying to go Hulk. Planet Hulk because they were trying to do a compromise because they didn't they couldn't do a, a Planet Hulk movie, but they needed to move the Thor storyline along, and this is the best way to have done it. Like I said, yeah, uh, it's, it's, but, a, it's a compromise. So I, of both. I think that yeah. they did yeah. it because they know that they're never going to have an actual Hulk yeah. movie with um with this version of the hulk but also like i don't want to see another hulk movie man all of the hulk movies are awful you just can't do a good hulk movie people it, it would, don't it would get be it. a comedy like this was if, well if that's they do it. that's i you think that's, why, I think that's why they chose hulk and i think that's why they chose planet hulk uh is that you it's easy for iron man to have a villain 
that that presents a threat, right? Because he's just the jackass with a suit, right? It's easy for Captain America to have a villain that presents a threat, but Thor is one of those characters that's like too powerful. Same with Hulk, where like in the Hulk movies, oh, the he's fighting the American government. Well, it's like the fr- the first time he picks up an Abrams tank and beats another Abrams tank to death with it. It's a waste of time. The movie's now over because he just beat a tank with another tank. What, what are you going to do to him? Oh, you send out more bring tanks. out a bigger tank. <laughs> All of those movies suffer from the exact same problem that I feel to some extent the first two Thor movies suffer from. Is that you don't have a rational villain, right? Like in the first Thor movie, it was that weird... Uh, robot fire. It was the destroyer. Well, it was Loki. Loki was well, and Loki and 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 the destroyer was like the big like for for the for that physical combat action movie thing. Thor and and the Hulk are that perfect duo. Yeah, where where they can you know one can beat the other and then the other one can beat you know and they can do back and forth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because they had their own fight in Avengers, and then the very end of Avengers when they're having the fight with the uh, what was the the destroyer. No, the aliens. Oh, the oh, Chitauri. The Chitauri, yeah. yeah. The Atari. Um, they were fighting on top of one of those flying ones, and then they're just teaming up, and then Hulk punches him. I don't know if he was trying to do, like, a, uh, a jab, like a, you know, oh, like a fist bro, bump or whatever. Like a fist yeah. bump, yeah. I don't know if he was doing that, or he just did it because, fuck you. I think like, he just did it because, it's, fuck it's you. It's so hard to but, tell, Yeah, right? that, 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 that was God, such I totally a good scene. About that. Yeah, I that forgot great. about that. That is a good yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. But I know, I, fuck you. I yeah, I, I think I think it was I think they 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 did a really good job choosing that bounce off. Just like um, the Valkyrie whose name escapes me, Tessa Tom. Well, her name I don't remember. Her, her the actress' name. name is Tessa Thompson. Okay, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just gonna call her Valkyrie chick. Yeah, right? the Valkyrie. I forgot the character. Um, like she was a really good character to play off of in there because she had that she had that like next level power, but she was also, you know, a little dumb. I think all of the people like. All of the, the, the Norse players that they had in it, Himdal and, and Odin and Hell, they all did a really, really good job at portraying that both, like, mortal human-y side of things and that, like, weirdly god-overpower side of things. I thought Hela was a perfect villain because she's, like, she was more powerful than everyone, whereas, like, the Dark Elves were just a bunch of, like, dudes. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, in Norse mythology, they're all just a bunch of Dudes. Oh yeah, everyone. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, no, they're not. Mythology, they're not like. Yeah. They're not like like how the Greek gods are like. Oh, the goddess from Olympus. Oh no, I'm they're just, just I'm, like yeah. a dude. I'm just. Like, I'm just Thor's talking the special comics. power yeah. is that he can drink more mead than anyone yeah. else. <laughs> you know? No, yeah, I'm just. I'm just talking the the. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. But I understand Thor what you mean. Like they have this you know, like um they have this like um power inherent power. Yeah, to so it's like I actually felt like the stakes were high. I'm like because you know Thor like she caught Mjolnir she broke it. And, which broke my heart and yeah. uh like you know that whole thing and she broke the ceiling yeah and yeah. like she's, she's like all powerful like you know i i was like kind of worried i was like so is thor gonna die is this the movie where thor dies i was like oh shit yeah well and, and then all re- like rationally speaking they could have killed thor off in this fucking movie yeah right i mean yeah. it would have been awful but they could but and they could have killed loki off for like the third time yeah, yeah, they could have done that, but it would I'm glad like they a, didn't. That would have. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they didn't. But that, she was such an ever-present threat. Yeah. they could have killed literally anybody. Yeah. Well, Odin and, died, and Odin did die. Okay, oh, did he that die? Actually, was really did hard he for me die, because... or was he just like I'm going to turn into mist and fly away? No, 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 no he, he died. died. That was really hard for me because right now, um, that actor whose name I can't Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Thank you, Anthony Hopkins looks like my dad. 
Oh, and wow. when he died, I was just like, hold yeah. it inside. Oh, yeah. trigger, trigger. Hold it inside. Yeah. 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 Shit. Wow. And, he, and my dad's, one of his favorite comics to read was Thor. Oh. And it was just like, I was just like, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, Anthony Hopkins is great. And I, I, okay. This was like, a, this was like a Viking, like a uh, nerd out, like sperm in my pants moment when they're like. Where's Odin? He's in Norway. I'm like, fucking metal. Yeah. Oh my god, he's gonna you be. You actually said that yeah. in oh, the theater. Out loud. Yeah, yeah, out we all loud. heard you. We yeah. all heard you. Like, Everyone in the theater metal. heard you. Because, uh, like, he's in Norway. He's gonna be fucking, like, hanging out with, like, all the black metal dudes and all the Viking metal dudes. And he's just gonna be sitting there. I like this music. It's good prayer music or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah like, he wasn't you know? doing that. He was just staring at the sky. And he, yeah, and it was just like <laughs> yeah. it's just like classic like old Viking man is staring at the at the yeah. beach in the yeah. water. I'm like, this is so fucking metal. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I, I just want this. I want them to stay in Norway the entire movie. And then it's like, oh, what is it like when when Asgard gets destroyed at the end? Mm-hmm. Uh, they just uh, they all just go to like they take all the Asgardians to Norway. I'm like, they're fucking Vikings. Well, we don't know that yet, and I'm gonna get into that. Oh well, that's, yeah, that's the we'll we'll talk about the after credit sequence in a bit. But one of the things I want to mention is that like, the yes, the movie was fun. Um, as far as it, be, it being a popcorn film, I usually apply that to movies that have no depth. I felt like this movie had a really good story. It had it had a good story that was that made sense. I didn't feel like it was too cheesy. I didn't expect them to destroy Asgard. I mean, maybe it, it was obvious to some people, but I, I didn't think they were going to destroy Asgard. I didn't Asgard. think they were going to. Yeah, it's 50-50. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just kind of like, oh, they're actually. Yeah, I have a point about that, too. They're actually going to do it. I mean, like, it would have made sense because they, they, they mentioned the Eternal Flame and then they take Surtur's fucking head. And it's like, I kind of thought to myself, maybe Hela <clears throat> is going to revive Surtur. I, and, I thought something. she was gonna revive yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but um, well, she wanted Asgard as her own. But the thing is, I had a problem with that—the entire Asgard blowing up scene. Because you know, throughout the films, Asgard has always been like this pinnacle, like this magical place. And to me, it's like they kind of just destroyed it, and that oh, that just happened. Like basically, Thor and them are all watching the ship blow up from the fucking ship, and you—he doesn't seem like he. It's like his. His world, and he doesn't seem to kind of like. He doesn't seem like he was too conflicted. He was just like, "Oh, that happened." And then Korg, obviously, because it had a lot of jokes, had to crack a joke right at that moment, like right when it. So it didn't feel impactful when it got destroyed. Yeah, yeah. As far as the jokes go, I think that was a scene that didn't need a joke. Yeah, it was just kind of like, like I said, there was a little too much jokes, but it it was. I I honestly thought pretty much all the jokes were funny. I didn't think most of the jokes in Guardians 2 were funny, but I thought pretty much all the jokes in this movie were funny. But I also agree that, yeah, that scene where Asgard's blowing up, it didn't need a joke. I was kind of like, yeah, no, it should I have know. been a little sadder, a little more impactful. But I, well, I also I felt like this. Well, I think they didn't do that because prior to that, they were like, Asgard isn't a place. Asgard is home. So it's wherever home is. And because they were able to save essentially everyone that wasn't like a soldier you know they basically are going to make their own asgard again yeah you know that, yeah it's does, just however, where they grew up though that's yeah. that is asgard. hashtag make norway asgard again yeah <laughs> ah, <laughs> that that's good no asgard my, is where my larger it. problem with that scene well other than the fact that that scene should have been heavier to me and it, they should it have just, at least had was some not, like super like if you had like thor going no and just like it just blowing up and then like some, actually uh like a good 80s 90s action movie no scream would have been fucking money right there oh, yeah. Yeah. right that totally would have worked uh, no, exactly yeah. and no because he he planned to destroy it you know I, I i didn't think i thought it was it was good that he didn't scream no because he he planned to destroy it yeah yeah no, no i get it but still like 
It's no, still, it would have like, been you, different you if, they tried to, if they tried to get Surtur to fight her and then Surtur destroys it. But he knew yeah, that he Surtur, knew that it was yeah, going to happen because yeah. well, that's what you that's how you yeah. kill her is you destroy the yeah. source of her power if, and the source of her power. No, if the movie was it was if the and plot they also was know that Ragnarok is coming. You yeah. know, that's not like a secret. Yeah, you know, everybody knows. So I mean, yeah, I think that they could have like played some heavier music for it, but I think that it was after going through. Um, after going through the fires here in the North Bay in Sonoma County, uh, I think that it makes sense because when something like that really awful is happening and you're right there in it, everybody that I've talked to that lost their house, who saw their house on fire, they were just kind of like a little whatever about it. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and obviously stuff. not everybody is that way. And, you know, yeah. it's like it's just stuff. And But you are just so numb to what's happening that you actually can't really process what's happening. And that's kind of what I saw in that scene is it's a little less like everybody's sobbing because the world is ending. But a little bit more like I can't even compute what it is that I'm actually seeing right now. So I can't react in that way that you would expect people would react that's a good point well if yeah. you're in the spaceship out in space and we're all we have to survive and you just look at the fucking earth explode i mean do you think you'd take any of that in like oh my fucking god like if i saw if i was so in much space watching the world blow up i'd probably what julie just said I, I i wouldn't be able to handle it i think i'd initially just be screaming like fuck like just like oh my yeah. god like yeah. the world is yeah. dead. But like, if you knew that it was going to happen, actually, John just finished, and I'm reading this book called Seven Eves, which is fantastic. It's a sci-fi book, and it's about the world ending, essentially. Uh, and you, Be Ben's favorite book. <laughs> <laughs> you are, um, you're, you're following the stories of a bunch of astronauts that are on the International Space Station, and they're, I like, I literally just passed this past, um, you know, like two chapters ago, the Earth blowing up and how people are reacting to it but like they knew it was going to happen with 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 ragnarok the people of asgard know ragnarok's going to come they know their world's going to be destroyed at this point hella had pretty much destroyed everything so when you see that guy you know he's going to destroy everything and it's like you you know you know that it's happening so you react in a way that's different and well it's like it's like if you have um a parent or a grandparent who like is dying of a terminal illness, whatever that may be, you know they're going to pass. You don't know when it's going to happen, but when it does happen, it still hurts, regardless of yeah. when. Yeah, yeah. But it's not as bad. That it's happened actually to both though. of my grandparents. Uh, so it, yeah. you know, it's it's you don't, uh, and it's a weird position to be inside of because you know that you should be like uncontrollably crying and everything like yeah. that. But when you know that it's going to happen, if you've known it for so long, there's a large portion of people because not everybody's going to be this way, but yeah. there's a large portion of people that are just like oh like i'm really sad but like you've it's not a shocker it's not a shock yeah, you yeah. know it's different well, the the other problem that i had specifically with that scene was was uh with asgard blowing up with right? asgard blowing up yeah yeah was was nobody talked about the seat of power in the nine realms and the place that essentially keeps midgard which is earth from being destroyed by giant monsters is gone. So what the fuck are we gonna do about it? Like maybe, maybe uh, that's that what's gonna tie into Infinity War. Yeah, and, and that yeah. and that may tie into Infinity War, but it's just like Oh, that... maybe Thanos goes in and swoops things up. Cause I was like, what about the Tesseract? 
Like, no, I'm going to get in all that stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to get in yeah, all yeah, yeah. I want to talk about that at some point, too. I just wanted to get into that. some of the characters in the movie. I wanted to actually yeah. get your guys' opinions on some of the, the newcomers. Let's say Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Did you guys like her character? Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. I love I, that I she was a, an a little, alcoholic. A little, too, oh. a little too, like, yeah, I'm badass, bro. Look at me drink. A little too much of that. But I like her intro where she's like, he's mine, and then just falls I was like, that's ship. so great. funny. She's very yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah, no, that yeah. was that was that was good. Um, yeah. uh, Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo. He he, Mark Ruffalo was acting weird, like acting like character acting strange. Well, like, he was supposed to be like he was kind of acting paranoid because he yeah, was on his planet. The, he doesn't like, know, like oh my god. Remember, remember the scene where he like he finally goes on the street and Thor's disguise and like it was like the way Mark Ruffalo was speaking was very like why are you talking so funny. He was talking oh, funny. I, yeah. And it was weird. I, I think he was trying to convey like This is uh, all new dis, to me and disorient well dis uh, like being disoriented because he hasn't been him. You know, cuz there's there's that yeah. throwaway line where he's just like normally it's like we're both driving a car, but you know, Hulk had the wheel and I was in the trunk. And yeah. it's like, you know, it, I think he was trying to do this uh, for 2 years. Yeah, for two. 2 years. Yeah. I think he was trying to act Coming out of a coma, yeah. essentially, yeah, right. And so I, it I didn't think bug me that just, much. It was strange. Maybe like overacted that yeah. a little bit. I felt that way, but too, it was it was good. I was scene. okay with it. Whatever. But overall, I liked it. I think that he did a good job um, showing the difference between him and Hulk, and I think that he did a really interesting job in how he holds back and how he decides that he needs to become Hulk. Yeah, and I think better than he has in previous movies that too. Scene. When he tells her everything's gonna be okay now and jumps out of the fucking spaceship and just <laughs> goes flat. bounces off the fucking uh, that glass bridge, I was a little Probably, bit disappointed. I saw that coming. Three, I saw that uh, coming. Of course, no, no, no. it was coming. So it was amazing. Yeah, I had a disappointment yeah. in that because it was like, okay, is this the last time we're gonna see Bruce Banner? And he just, it's a joke. He fucking hits the ground. But it, it was kind of reminding me. If he would have just died, it was kind of. <laughs> perfect. If he would have just died, that would It was kind perfect. of a reminder of. You're a monster. Uh, the, Incre- uh, the Incredible Hulk, the Edward Norton movie. Because remember, oh, yeah. he was in the helicopter. Oh, yeah. He jumps off the helicopter because he says, You're going to see what I am. And he crashes right into the fucking ground, like a, like a crater. And then the Hulk comes out. So I think they're almost kind of going for that. Well, it's, it's, the same, it's the same character, too. It's the same. Yeah. It's all the same universe. It's Maybe just, that's why he did that because, like, I did this before. I, I jumped out of a helicopter. I crashed oh, in the ground. I bet, I, bet, I bet you're right. Oh, maybe. That's a, that's a good yeah. thought. That would have yeah. been so great. What about Heimdall? Died. Heimdall. Heimdall was great. Hey, is it Heimdall or Heimdall? Heimdall. 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 Heimdall thank you. Yeah. Uh, Heimdall was great. I mean, I, I kind of wish he was a little more in the movie, but I thought it was perfect. He's like leading this revolution and and whatnot. Yeah, and, it was. Yeah. It, it was, was interesting. Really cute little like like he's collecting people and sword fighting. Yeah. And it, was, it was nice. These little like throwaways. You know, when he's having that conversation with Thor through like mind space or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it was weird. Um, it was, it was cool. Moment, yeah. You know. And and then he's just like, all right, well, like I'm gonna just keep going about my job and like slashes through like astro project Thor yeah, into the, yeah, into the yeah. zombies or whatever. Like it was it was good. I don't know. I thought he did a great job. I like Idris Elba. I like him as yeah. an actor. He's yeah. such a good he's actor, dude. So good Idris or Idris. Idris. I thought Idris. I think it's well, Idris. 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 I don't give yeah, it's all the tomato guys. potato. Really. Carl, uh, <laughs> Carl Urban uh, as Scourge or Scourge. I love Carl Urban so much. I, Jesus so Christ! You didn't have much of a character. I didn't in this, care though. for him in the movie. Like this is not is my fine. favorite Carl just... Urban like persona, but I loved it. I love Carl Urban so much. I like Carl. I Urban. would. Uh, Carl Urban to me is like an actor that I'll watch in anything he's in. 
Yeah. Did you know that um, he was up for the runners for Batman? No. He would have been, oh, been, like, oh, so been the most amazing Batman. I'm so disappointed now. I'm going to have to like, Fuck, because like I can picture Carl Urban because you saw Dread. Yeah, he was yeah. in Dread. Yeah, you never saw his face; you only saw his mouth the entire time. Such a fucking and he good played movie, that all Dread. evil and shit. Well, when we when we do Justice League, I'm gonna get into what I think about that. Because like I said, I wanna I wanna get into some I wanna get into some DC territory when like some some deep DC shit, and I wanna get behind the scenes. Uh, Grandmaster Jeff Goldblum. He's good. Yeah. Everything he touches turns to gold. But it was like it was just like <laughs> Jeff Goldblum as Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. I mean, you know, I can li- I can listen to that guy on an audiobook uh, for Jeff two Goldblum. hours. Talk. I, I, I don't funny. know if I can do the impression, but it's like oh, I'm Jeff Goldblum. I don't know. <laughs> no, nope, that was I'm, I'm not Brundle horrible Fly. impression. I'm an actor. No, I really liked his character. I think that it fit really well for what it was that he needed to do. And Jeff Goldblum is one of those people who's morphing into an actor who doesn't actually act a part, and he's just being himself. Yes. Oh no! Listen, listen. He was not. A character in this movie. He was just himself. He was just insane Jeff Goldblum. Exactly. Being how he is in those movies. Yeah. I want to see him and Benicio Del Toro uh, have a scene, hopefully, in a next movie. You said they're brothers. Those two, they're brothers. Yeah. The characters. Yeah. Oh, they're both yeah. immortals or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, no, what did you guys think of the Doctor Strange cameo? That was, was it, that was was it fun. needed? That was fun. Was it needed? Could I the movie it. do without it? They could they Probably. could have done without it. It could have just been like, oh, we're gonna use some sort of weird Norse magic seeing stone bullshit. He's in Norway. Teleport. Like, whatever. I'm totally okay with that. I think they did a great job of of like introducing him to these other characters that he's not met. And because if oh, Earth has it, wizards now or something like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, like there was that kind of animosity there, and like that whole where he's like Tell, like blooping them around, yeah, and it's just t- so disorienting. I've been falling for fifteen Thor. minutes, and it's yeah. so funny. I think it was a good scene, and I think it was necessary because after that, um, you know, Thor and Loki land in Norway, and then you've got this really heavy scene yeah. with Odin, and yeah. I think that it was good because you wanted something to be light before you get to the to the heaviness of it. But I thought it was hilarious. It was so goddamn when yeah. he's holding his hand out, waiting for the hammer, and you just hear it crashing up. <laughs> And he's like, sorry. And it was so long, too. It was just for, like, I felt like that scene was five minutes long. I mean, it wasn't, clearly. But I felt like you were just looking at but his face But it was like a little bit of a pissing contest, minutes. too, yeah. you yeah. know? And and I think that we're going to see some more of that as we go further into the Marvel Universe with the stories. Yeah. Uh, I think that we're going to see a little bit of that because Doctor Strange and Thor have never really had a great relationship. They've never been on a team together. Yeah. But when they have been teamed up in certain respects, it's never... It's not that it hasn't ended well, but they don't get along because Doctor Strange is magic and Thor is like a god. And Doctor Strange is like... <laughs> better than you and thor's just like i'm the best of everyone well, you can see yeah. he's uh since the first uh doctor strange film he's gotten a lot more powerful he knows his abilities yeah. he knows how to just do shit like on the fucking fly yeah. and i like doctor strange i know some people kind of like a little I iffy, good yeah, dude. yeah. I, I thought the movie was just bland i didn't dislike it i was just kind of bored I'm just, oh i, I enjoyed care. it a lot yeah I a lot it. of it was just kind of me just being like is there anything cool or fun gonna happen yet the cape shit's great the cape like having a mind of its own oh yeah, yeah. All that's and fun. maybe they put that in there also <clears throat> because they want to show you that doctor strange is leveling up his abilities so to speak for yeah. whatever is next well, you know you, you have to think right in the in the in the next movie in the uh, uh well Infinity the next one's war. a black panther and then yeah I'm, I'm sorry in the in the in the next team up movie in the affinity infinity war yeah. movie right they're gonna have to do that intro scene with everyone 
Exactly. Right? Yeah. So what they just did was, we need something light, we need a reason for them to find out where the fuck this guy is, and now they don't need an intro scene with Thor. Right? The moment those two come together, all they need to do is eyes and maybe, you know, one funny, you know, uh, physical skit or joke, and then it's done. Like, uh, that like intro scene your, is done. Your umbrella broke my study. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's yeah. actually yeah. a callback because in the comic books back in the uh, 60s and 70s, uh, Thor, when he went to Earth, he was disguised as this doctor. Oh, and he Donald, had whatever. And he had a cane. So when he hit the cane on the ground like two or three times, it would turn into the hammer. So that was oh, a disguise. Oh, I didn't know that. That's so awesome. That's where they got. That's where they got the umbrella thing from. Um, here's a problem I had in the movie. Note. Uh okay. Through uh, the first uh, and second film, we were kind of growing up with the Warriors Three. Yeah. Right. And I was a little bit upset in this film how Hela just killed them off like that. They're gone. They're mm-hmm. dead. And it kind of didn't. I just don't know. I I felt like fuck. These are Thor's buddies. And, I felt and like, like that was such a throwaway scene. Exactly. That I mean, more even when. To it. Yeah, I agree. That yeah. kind of sucked. No, I, I totally agree. In fact, I feel like that. Volstag, when you saw him, should have had more weight than yeah. even Asgard. When you saw Volstag, you're like, oh yeah, because you know who he was. When he well, was, I like that actor. Oh God, what's his name? Uh, the actor Ray Stevenson. Volstagg. Thank you, Ray Stevenson. Like I, you know, I watched him in Black Sails and the show Rome. Like he's, yeah, I love him. Like yeah. he's a really yeah. good actor, and he's good at playing like a dick. He's also good at playing a funny guy, which is surprising. Um, and I was like, hey, there's more Ray Stevenson stuff. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, he was oh. dead. The other guy's dead. Lady, Rancid, Sith, no. Lady Sif was not in this film. She was not in this film at all. I did not yeah, see I was, her. I was confused. Oh, yeah. Did she die in no. the second movie? No, she didn't. No. I didn't think she did. But She's she, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in like season two or something. Oh, that's why. Because they moved her over to Agents of Because I was just like, she's not in this movie at all. No one even mentions a bitch, right? And all of the other ones died. Well, like, what, like, what, did she die in the second well, movie they and said, I blacked out about they said during the They said during the making of this film, they had um, scheduling conflicts because she was doing that show Blind Spot or something. There's a show that's on ABC where she's covered in tattoos or something oh, like that. That is a really oh, good show. That is a good show, actually. Yeah. <laughs> she was probably having uh, conflicts with that. I think could probably write it out as she's doing something with. Agents I mean, of Shield they the gave a lot more uh, uh, attention to Hogan, though the Japanese guy, because he didn't get a really good big part in the second oh, one. He has so, a like, name. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this his name is Hogan. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Look, one thing about the Warriors Three is like, no, it's it's like, yeah, it's just he's stock Japanese dude. Well, he was. Even though his silly voice, I am the Japanese. You are not racistly Japanese. Yeah. But like, I this honestly. Is your last one. Okay, when the Warriors Three died, I didn't care because we got a little bit of them in the first movie, and then they're kind of in the second movie, and then Loki and Thor just take over, and then like, and then they're in this movie. Yeah, but they just okay. I know they needed uh, they needed to give take out some. Darcy and and well, Jane Foster and the Doctor also. and just like use they're them. more demigods than the rest of the residents of Asgard, like the, the the faceless masses of Asgard, like they're on the same level as like Heimdall. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean, so, I think she was just like because they needed someone for Hela to kill. Kill and somebody off. important, like, oh no, you killed my friends. Because I, I mean, if Thor's like, if Thor's like on the ship with all the Asgardians, wouldn't he be going, where, where's Hogan? Yeah, where's... he didn't. He didn't ask that question once in the film. Uh, I, you, I mean, if That's you true, come home, didn't. yeah, if you if you come into your house and you know all kind of crazy shits going down like that, don't you think you'd be like, hey, where's the dog? Has somebody seen the cat? <laughs> what? 
Where's my mom? Yeah, these are you, would, you would ask these questions. These are reasonable fucking questions, well, there, man. I'll admit, there was a lot of shit happening in the movie. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised, rather, that he didn't. Like, on one hand, yes, logically speaking, yeah, And there may be, ask, like, but... a deleted scene yeah. of it, too. That but the movie's missing. like, what? It's like over two hours. It, it was pretty long. It was pretty for, long for a Marvel film, film it yeah, felt it was, pretty yeah. long. It was pretty long. Well, and, I mean... Even though it's one of those like fun popcorny just action movies with comedy and stuff like that, it, it covered a lot. There's a lot of story yeah. happening in that film, like yeah, a, a lot, lot, of, a lot of story. Yeah. yeah, I had a question about something. Um, so I was always wondering how the fuck did Hork, uh, Hork? I always keep on saying Hulk get on Sakar. Like, okay, so they showed like a little thing where he was, like, the ship was crashing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a video shot of him like almost coming out of the ship now. Did he go into space? Because the last time we saw him, he was kind of going into ocean. And he turned the monitor. Yeah, I didn't thing know up. the Quinjet can go to space. Yeah, the Quin Quinjets will fly in space yeah. or or not. It, so he, yeah, they're fine. You're saying so he went into space and went through one of these wormholes. Yeah. So yeah, the way that it, the way that it looked like they were trying to play it out with without doing a good job explaining it. And I agree, they should yeah. have explained that with at least a one one or two throwaway scenes. But I think he escaped to a place where he can't hurt anybody, which is just empty space, right? That's essentially suicide without committing suicide in a movie owned by well, Disney. That's actually how he awful. got on Sakaar. And that's uh, the original storyline because yeah. the Avengers shoot him off into space. Yeah, yeah, because he's causing too much destruction and like, all right, yeah. we got to so get he, this guy off this so planet. In, so yeah. in in this one, he chose to go off into space to escape all the thing, right? Uh, and then I think it was just one of those like he fell into uh, one of the bajillion random wormholes that exist in this form of reality yeah. that are just fucking everywhere. Did you think, though, it was funny, though, when Hela was chasing Loki and uh, Thor, like, and they were, like, shooting... I don't oh, know in the Bifrost, okay. yeah. They're, yeah. They're, um, they're fucking uh, going crazy, and then all of a sudden, Loki gets knocked off course, and then Thor gets knocked off course, and Thor and Loki both, lay, they, they fell on different times, so they both landed on Sakaar? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? So Sakaar is uh, uh, they it's don't like talk a about it in the movie, haven? but what the fuck is they, it? I think they talk about it in in one of the comics, and I, I don't remember what. So Sakaar has some sort of mystical property or magical property or or spatial property where like wormholes gather there. So it's a like worm, a hub. It's like a hub. Wormholes yeah. are more likely to say, go to all Sakaar. Those little, That's why they were all, all over that, the place. Yeah. yeah, they talk about it in the comics. They just don't talk about it in this movie. I. I really really loved from a sciencey side of things the fact that even though not very much time passed between the both of them being kicked out of the bifrost um loki arrived several months or whatever yeah he said that but uh beforehand which which sort of has to do with time dilation relativity baby yeah it's relativity <laughs> yeah it's it was a whole physics it, it was like i feel like it was like a low-key physics joke it was and i loved it it oh, was yeah. throwaway line but that was awesome i noticed that and i ne- and immediately just started thinking about black holes and like yeah. movie interstellar i was and like oh, wormholes, wormholes. wormholes i like that wormhole all right all right all right <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i mean like I I I mean I don't know how else to say it. I had fun with this fucking movie. I overall, well, why don't we talk about I know that. that's all I really. Yeah, I why don't we talk really about the end credits? But... Let's. Uh, okay, so yeah, end, end credit scene. So they they get off they get off blown up Asgard, and then you know it's the the last scene is what Loki and Thor shooting shit, and then they see a big fucking ship. Yeah, who's the ship? Okay, I already know. Uh, it's actually Thanos' ship. Okay, so Thanos I is had on a this feeling. ship. Now, when they were showing Loki go through the the 
the room with all the, the treasures. Treasure room, yeah. It was also funny too when Hella was like fake when she put uh, the uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Like, oh, yeah, you're always wondering like what that. the fuck. So yeah. that is funny. That was, that was funny because you saw it in the first Thor movie, and then then you see uh, Thanos getting the Infinity Gauntlet at the end of the uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. So then she passes by, it and then it's still there. I'm like, what the fuck? So she just pushes over like it's fake. Whatever. Um, you see him look at the, uh, you the know, the cosmic, yeah, cosmic cube. So he took it. You know, he took it. Yeah. And so uh, people are saying, obviously, uh, now, I don't think you saw this, any of you guys, but there was a um, footage that was shown at the, uh, the Disney Expo, and they also showed it at Comic-Con, which was the trailer for Infinity War. It was uh, They didn't show it to people yet, but basically the beginning of this trailer started where the Guardians are flying in space, and then Thor just crashes right into their like front of their ship. They're they're flying oh, into like I did, I did see that. that. Yeah, yeah, totally. They're flying in some debris, and they're like, "What happened?" And then Thor crashes into the ship. So people are saying, "Okay, like Thanos blew up the ship." I don't know if that would make sense because like taking all the Asgardians out. Maybe, the- maybe he threw him out of it. Maybe there's a con- there's gonna be a conflict. You know, yeah, he's you gonna see, pick like, them all up. There's gonna be a conflict between Thor and Thanos, and Thanos will be like, "Fuck you!" and then throw him out of the ship. He could have done that, but the thing is, or is that you, they were flying. To, like, they were flying through a bunch them. of uh, yeah. uh, destruction. Like it looked like. A, oh, a it, lo- it looked like that whole ship got murdered. That's like one hundred. It's gonna be so funny if all the Asgardians die in the next uh, movie. The, you know what? Um, it, it's a simple throwaway. Him dial calls. Uh, Doctor Strange and he opens a portal and everybody's able to escape except for Thor before the ship yeah, blows up. Yeah, he's flying. You, yeah. you can easily throw it away yeah. and justify like not that much mass murder. Yeah, so he's flying, he's flying through space. He crashes into the Guardian's ship, the Milano. And then they bring him in, they wake him up, and then they start the whole trail and everything. But that was pretty much what happened to Thor. So somehow along the uh, well, along we, this, we all know Loki's going to make, make that a deal. connection when I saw the yeah. when I saw the scene in the theater. But now that you've said it, that totally makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, make sense told- because all of a sudden he's flying in space and crashes it. He still has the short hair. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I think because that's going to lead into Infinity yeah. War because no, that uh, totally that's Thanos' sense. ship. He probably detected that Loki has a Tesseract. Uh, I was going to say, Loki's like, going to give Loki's him the Tesseract. make a deal. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So that's how he's going to get the space gem. And then I think the first uh, Infinity War is going to be like uh, a hunt yeah. for Thanos getting the Infinity Gems. And then he's going to get them all, fuck shit up in the second film. Then you got to get everyone in. And, and yeah, so... Um, but yeah, I did like it. A lot of people were kind of going, a lot of people don't know are going to be like, what the fuck was that? Like if you saw like, okay, let's say you saw, um, the Wolverine, right? The second Wolverine film at the very end when they're, uh, was it the Wolverine or was it? It's the Wolverine. No, 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 no. It's, uh, it was X-Men Apocalypse at the very end, the credit scene where they're cleaning up the whole place that Wolverine was just fucking ra- ravaging through. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You was see it? that tube or something like that and obviously that's like a Mr. Sinister reference because he's a villain but yeah. you wouldn't know that. But if like you... if you're a mundane you Yeah, exactly. Like a saying... Mundy wouldn't know it. <laughs> I didn't know that. You and me were joking were like, that oh, much. that's the fucking Romulans or and something. And that's yeah. your problem is you yeah. don't X-Men that much. Well, that was that was that we excuse so me one time we saw a ship oh well yeah it was it was that scene where you where uh, we were looking I said, at the what's ship. a fucking klingon yeah and i'm just like no because it looked a lot like a romulan ship exactly from, yeah, from tng like people, i can i have to see it again but people are saying it looks like the shatari like one of their ships it does look like a well shatari i know yeah. for i well i don't know this for a fact but it's probably pretty obvious at this point that there will one day be a star wars marvel crossover we know it's gonna happen. That's what you said. I know. It's gonna happen. I don't they know. did it in the comics. They've done it in the comics. They've They're never do moved it. Pirates of the Caribbean crossover with anything. I'm just glad and they didn't do that Men in Black Disney fucking Twenty One Jump Street 
crossover. Uh, no, you're a piece of shit. That <laughs> oh would have been God. amazing. Wait, 21 <laughs> crossover with who? With Men in Black. You didn't hear about that? Oh, that'd be... Wait, that are they would doing have it? been the best. No, that would have been magical, dude. That would have been great. I don't know if they're making it anymore, but that would have uh, been... I thought it was canceled was the last I heard, because I was excited about it. I love the Men in Black franchise. I so, do, too. Uh, they're, all, they're all great movies. They're all great uh, movies. Before we end this uh, favorite movie, I mean, sorry, favorite film in, I should ask you what your favorite part in the film was, and then what would you compare it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe film? Oh, God, favorite part of the movie? Fuck. Um, uh, well, okay, so when he gets his Thor power back and he kind of looks like Odin at the end, I, I really wish they played. He looked like Raiden? Look, or looked like Raiden, yeah. I really wish they, they played the, um, the Twilight of the Thunder God music by Amon Amarth. But um. But they play Led Zeppelin again. Yeah. Uh, the same track. The same. Hey, yeah. fuck you. you oh, I love Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I, I thought that was wasn't that like a Rush song or something? No, that's no. Led Zeppelin. I'm just triggering Julie over here. Uh, um, no, like yeah, the, the song's fine, but I feel yeah they probably they should have only played it once. But um, I, I oh God, my favorite scene is probably I think it was the gladiator fight between him and Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think it's because that that it's funny. It also has stakes, and you also see him. He gets his like thunder power without the hammer, and like that. That's all great. All that shit's great. Um, there's a lot of fun scenes in the movie. I haven't really thought about my favorite, but where does it rank in the in all these Marvel films? Like as far as like, was this one of your favorite Marvel films? For sure. Um, in terms of m- movies that have come out this year, this is on my top list. But um, as far as like, uh, would you consider it better than Winter Soldier? No, nah, I don't think anything's better than Winter. Soldier. So Winter Soldier is like your number Winter one. Winter Soldier is my favorite. New, like MCU Marvel movie, yeah, because um, I think I just think it's perfect, and it's cool because every single film has a different tone to it. Yeah, like we're talking about darker, right? You were saying how things yeah. are dark. Marvel has their Netflix series, which are fucking dark, super yeah. dark, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, Daredevil's the darkest. Everything else is. Kinda, well, we got Punisher coming. Punisher's out. gonna be Punisher. Better not suck because I hated Defenders. We talked about this. Yeah, I yeah. Hated that fucking show. Did you guys ever finish it? Defenders? No, no it was. Awful. It was so bad we couldn't finish yeah. it. <laughs> well, I remember at Scottish but Games. We you also guys had couldn't it. finish uh, Daredevil season two because it was awful. Just the worst. And, it and, was and they liked Iron Fist, folks. Oh, I didn't like God. Iron Fist. Very low Fist. IQ, John. Very low IQ. Uh, First of all, <laughs> Iron Fist was pretty good. Fuck your face. Iron Fist was <laughs> fuck your face. Iron Fist was whatever. It's better than Defenders, but Daredevil season two. Okay, the only no neg- Daredevil the, season two was no, awful. The only thing I can say negative about Daredevil In season fact, two Daredevil is Daredevil season the ninja one shit. was awful, and the only thing that redeemed Get out of my that house. was Kingpin. <laughs> no, the only thing that redeemed that was Kingpin. Daredevil is such a cardboard okay, stand. I know we're not of talking about this, but I gotta ask, why is it bad? Why is Daredevil because the show Daredevil bad? Because Daredevil as a character, he's just flat. He's, just flat. he's so two-dimensional. What? And his sidekicks were also, he's like, I'm the ladies man who's the lawyer. You could have put a cardboard stand. I mean, the guy who played him, he's a great actor, right? It's nothing yeah. against the actor. It's the writing. The story was written so poorly that it made Kingpin the most complex and interesting character. So, like, I legitimately didn't even care unless Kingpin was on there. I mean, also, I have an affinity for bad guys. So, you know, I would rather watch a movie about bad guys yeah. than a movie about good guys. But um, I just, like, Daredevil was, it was, he was flat. His sidekick was, like, oh, general sidekick Foggy guy. Foggy was Foggy. No, know? Foggy was and, terrible. No, and, I, I completely agree that Foggy's bad. Like, I already know how you feel about Karen. So, 
Yeah, and I and I didn't like that they changed the love interest from season one to or the the way that the love interest of the blonde girl worked from season one to season two. Didn't like that at all. That was too fucking tropey. Couldn't stand it. Yeah. Um, Rosario Dawson was fantastic, but it felt like they put her in there because like she needed to be in there. Well, because okay, of reasons. I think she was fine in Daredevil season one. I think she was in way too much of the other shows. Like she goes I to just, she goes I... to China and Iron Fist with the Iron Fist. I'm like, whoa, yeah, you're a nerd. That, really like, that whole doing? okay. Her, I, I love her character in the Marvel. We movies. should have had them on the Defenders podcast yeah, now because we're totally yeah, we're, like, we're totally off the fuck. By the way, she's fantastic. Let's get back on it. All yeah. right, so we're gonna we're gonna have favorites. we're gonna we're gonna talk about Marvel before Infinity comes out. I think we should have we a Marvel. Well, 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 we're gonna get, get back to this, scene and I'm gonna film. tell you, Julie, yeah. that Daredevil is fucking as as, great, like, yeah. and you suck. No. So okay, so my favorite scene in the film. That's really hard. All right, so. Off the cuff, my favorite scene in the film is that rock, paper, scissors joke when Thor <laughs> first gets in there. Because it's so funny. And, w- like, I was, you know, you're watching, you're paying attention, and the rock guy gets up, and he's making all of his jokes and all this kind of stuff. And then he makes that rock, paper, scissors joke. And that little tardigrade alien thing stands up with its, like, knife robot. And it was just so goddamn funny. Because I legitimately thought that was just a pile of fucking garbage. Oh, this my friend. He made this the my joke. Friend. It's like my friend. He's dead. Oh, wait. No, no, he's alive. Yeah. He's, he's talking. You know, I, gotta, I, 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 gotta I love say. the interaction between the the weird tardigrade uh, alien robot, Mike, Meek, whatever, Meek, Mike. Mike, whatever, and um, and that giant blue rock guy. That was just the funniest person. I gotta of say, all time. I think they should have called this movie Guardians of Asgard. When I saw <laughs> the rock guy, I kept thinking. Because it was very the thing from Fantastic yeah, Four. Totally, totally, yeah, totally, totally, totally. It was it was very it was very Guardians of the Galaxy feel, but you know, Guardians of Asgard is a song by Amon Marth, so you know. Yeah. Oh, more reference. Where do you like rank stuck, it? Though? Where do you rank yeah. it? Stuck I'm there. stuck. I'm stuck on this fucking. You know what? Viking. I'm not entirely certain where I'd rank it, but it's it's would it be in your top. It's, it's five? in my top three. Top three. Okay. It's in my top three. What's it your, was what are, that good. What are your favorite Marvel films? Your top three, let's say. Let's oh, we'll, we'll do a round table here. Yeah. So the, the first one. Well, is, hang on. Oh yeah. My What's your favorite. favorite? Okay, favorite yeah. Yeah. And I gotta Everybody say mine too. Everybody forgetting my wife here. Like I'm only three fifths of the person. That's right. Seventy five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite scene was when uh, was when Hela like went into Asgard to like claim her throne because she was just like the epitome of badass. You could not get more badass than her, and she had Carl Urban in the scene too so like bonus points uh this is definitely in one of my top three also uh and um i mean like if nothing else because everyone is so beautiful in it it's a a marvel movie beautiful god what is it like loki's hair was so artificial like you could see where they like yeah but when he was wearing that black suit whoo got the vapors It was dope, yeah. Real quick, getting back to the scene where Hela takes the throne room. I, what I really liked about it is that, like, so she, you know, she caves in the roof and whatnot. She's yeah. like, she's like, Odin used to be a warmonger, and I'm like, see, more, more, more Viking shit. Because in Greek, in Greek, I always do. She had the hammer in, too. Well, in Norse mythology, um, Odin is a she warmonger. She's holding a spear. He's not. Oh, Mr. I thought she was holding the hammer. No, like, it was oh, a spear. Okay. He's not Mister Peace Loving, which J- John, you can attest yeah. to this. Like Odin is like the warmonger, whereas like Thor well, is it's more. It's not of necessarily peace. that he's a warmonger, but but he's a warrior, and he's yeah. a warrior first, and that's something that like they kind of. I think they did a really good job in this movie. Just really quickly, I think they did a good job in this movie. Like when you first see him, when Loki's pretending to be him, and he's like, they're doing. He's watching a play and eating grapes and cracking jokes and wearing bathrobes and all this kind of stuff, you know. And then after he passes away, and you get that Hella scene 
where she brings the roof down and you see like the the truest side of him and i i think that it it was a, they did a really good job showing like the full spectrum of like theoretically what odin could be you yeah. know i think that i think they did a good job but we still have one more favorite yeah, scene yeah i actually have two i'm going to double this one all right so first favorite scene was uh where hulk was in the spa and he gets up you see hulk ass oh god that that was so i want to see that funny. big zucchini and dick. so he's walking you don't see zucchini it but then thor he says some of the lines like oh god that's, that's burning my brain now for life or something like yeah, that he just that was sees really it. good um second scene, it reminded me of that scene from wonder woman Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it was similar to that. Yeah, it was Chris Pine. Second scene was when uh, him and uh, Loki were having that little like serious talk about you know you're you're, you're you I'm me, this is what you want you know and uh, we we walk two different paths so, and then he's all of a sudden he said, get help. He's like what? Let's do get help. He goes no we're not doing get help. And the next scene is just him going. He's he needs a doctor and he just throws it. Throws Loki. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think he was like gonna a throw lawn him. dart. That I didn't great. expect that. We yeah, that that ass off when that happened. He yeah, just throws so him like. Yeah. No wonder guys. why he doesn't want to do get fucking help. ragdoll. Yeah. Um, that I would put good. it in my top five. But I was um, gonna say probably like a top five. I think if I if I had to make a top three, Thor wouldn't be in it because I already have my top three. Well, um, what what are your what are your top three? So, my, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to start from the top because it's easier to do that. Uh, I think. Winter Soldier is my first favorite. Avengers is the second. Third one would be, I think, Iron Man. Uh, the fourth one would probably be, I think, maybe Civil War. And then the fifth, you know, I'm caught between the fifth because it's like it's either the new Spider-Man or this new Thor movie because they were both so good. Yeah, I honestly can't decide. Oh, but it's like, a clash. You know, let's just say, okay, I'm gonna have six here. I'm gonna say like, you know, Spider-Man and Thor. All right, yeah. fuck you. I'm cheating um like no like those like i think those are like the best marvel films that i like i have my complaints are very minimal yeah if if at all non-existent yeah in, in these movies um uh first off uh, winter soldier number one still love that film to this day uh i really did enjoy the my second would be the first guardians so nice I really yeah. that film uh civil war would be third uh spider-man would be fourth and fifth would be the first iron man so no. that would be my favorites uh, I think if I had to if I had to go through it, uh, Winter Soldier has to be number one. It's I just, say Thor. Fuck. All right. It's just it's <laughs> such a perfect. Shit, I forgot. It's such a perfect movie. Winter Soldier. It's such a perfect movie. Yeah. Um. Number two is would probably be Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, because yeah. it was yeah. it was so much fun and it was so good. And I mean, like I I uh, bought the soundtrack, like the complete soundtrack or whatever on uh, on. Uh, iTunes. I still to this day listen to it. You paid for music? Yeah, that's how that's how much I love <laughs> that movie, dude. This is the like, future, like, man. Truly, um, I think I would put Thor Ragnarok as number three. Legitimately, it was great. It's this movie so was great. good. I mean, I, you know, I think of like the first Avengers and and yeah, like the first Avenger might be number f- uh, five, and probably the first Iron Man would be number four because uh, the first Iron Man was super fun, but. Um, which kind of blows because I really like the new Spider-Man movie, but that would put it at like sixth or seventh. Yeah. But it, there's so many good movies, and I, the way that I like to think about it is a movie that you could just continuously rewatch. Like I've seen the first Iron Man movie probably a thousand goddamn so times. So I've seen it more than any. So of these. many times, but it's still good. You still enjoy. You yeah. still feel with the characters and stuff like that. And yes, I've only seen this movie once, so it's a little fresh. But this movie, it feels like one of those movies to me, where I can just I can just rewatch it you know infinitely and just enjoy it. just have fun watching yeah it, you know 
Oh man. Um, so not in any particular order because we'll just like, do five. My, How about that? Yeah, my like my five favorites. It would have to be the first Iron Man, and I am like not an Iron Man person in general. So, but the first Iron Man movie is just such a well-made movie. Winter Soldier is also really good. Uh, it's uh, it's a movie that really kind of like takes you with it as you go and these yeah. twists and turns. Uh, and then I'm gonna have to say the first Thor and Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I, I do like Thor 2 a lot, but it's not as good as the first Thor. It's still good. Shut you your a cat mouth. Hissing? Yes. Yeah, that was right? A hiss. What what even? What is that? Is that four movies? That's four. Uh, yeah. and then Avengers uh, first one? The or second Age of Ultron? One. Or Age of Ultron. I I'm I'm just Ultron I'm, had a better I'm an X Men person, right? So anything that has the X Men in it is going to bring me. Oh, you're in talking about lot. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Uh, yeah. yeah I'm an X Men person. But I'm not movies. necessarily a big Scarlet Witch also, the X-Men fan. Kind of blow. No, they no, don't. No, they don't. Out there. I mean, there are X-Men that actually blow. Yeah, like, wind, wind X. Yeah, they blow this dick. I mean, if I'm thinking, like, of comic books really white quick, I think, like, is. my favorites are, like, Spider-Man, X-Men, and Batman. See, I've like, never really been favorite. a Spider-Man person. I, I And the new Spider-Man movie is good, but I'm just not really a Spider-Man person. Yeah. It's it's X-Men for me, hands down, across the board. So Always X-Men. Since you mentioned comic books, and especially Spider-Man, I have never been a Spider-Man comic book fan. Until recently, when I read the spy that whole Spider Verse thing with the Weavers and yeah, all that that was going on, that was good. I was subscribed to every Spider Man comic while that was going on. I have all of them, all the single issues. That was such a good run. I mean, th that's not even just like that was good Spider Man. That's good fucking comic books, dude. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the shit out of that. That really pushed Spider Man on, on me. No, yeah, because Superior Spider Man was fucking dog shit. You know. So, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, all around, everyone uh, agrees that Thor Ragnarok was yeah. probably one of the best Marvel films. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's not uh, Rush. So tell us about like uh, where could the uh, uh, listeners find you guys for New Drive? All right, so uh, so you can, well you can find us everywhere. Uh, YouTube, we're uh, we're Nerd Drive. Find us on Facebook. We got Nerd Drive page there. Uh, you can also go to nerdjive.com. Maybe one day I'll update that with more pictures. But you can look at our stupid cosplay faces. Because um, that's, that's just mostly I use nerdjive.com as a repository to upload cosplay pictures so other people can download them. So on uh. nerdjive, you can find a lot of different things. We do movie reviews. We're probably going to start doing some book reviews. We're huge fans of Philip DeFranco, and we're going to start getting on his uh, book review side of things. Not that we know him, but boy, I wish I did. Yeah. Uh. Well, he, he has he has like a book like he once a, a book, book club, club, and we're going to start doing start reviews doing. for that. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be December soon, and we're going to be doing uh, twenty five. Five days of beer miss so we're gonna yep. do a different nice. beer do a short yep. review for oh, you it guys are good at that <laughs> um, yeah john does a lot of the nerd news stuff and yep. wife myself i do some unboxings and some other random things we're probably gonna start doing like a wife does cooking so uh <laughs> nice. stay tuned yeah, for that fucking, yeah yeah because we'll do some cooking yeah thing, um so uh, you can find all kinds of fun and exciting things. drunk anime i forgot about drunk yeah. anime we That's just my did a live thing. drunk anime it was it, it's just fucking garbage man it's just oh us my god i watched like four minutes of it the other day and it's fucking cancer i, I skimmed Dude. i skimmed through it of and, well that's what i did i skimmed through it and i'm just like oh my god the quality is shit <laughs> right because we because we live streamed it and then just <laughs> uploaded the live stream i should have recorded it at the same time so we had higher quality but no either way yeah you can find us on all the stuff 
All the, yeah, all we'd the like to have you guys stuff. again. I think when we do Justice League, maybe. Oh, we'll God. probably have you guys yeah. on our stuff, too. Yeah, yeah we'd like yeah. to, because I know Justice I League, you're going to tear that one a new one. Well, i got to figure out who the guests are going to be for Justice League, because I have, we gotta like, get Stephon, I have a too. bunch of people in mind for that. Yeah. Well, so. you could always do a big thing. Like, yeah, I was like, going to say, we, we might go big with this one. We'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. But Is it going to be like a team-up? It's well, because be I'm gonna like, I'm sure I'm gonna like the movie more than him, in a in some yeah, way. Yeah, because you're gonna... a fucking cunt. That's why you're gonna like that. I, no, mean, I love DC. Movie. That's what I love. You're yeah. definitely gonna like it more than him, but that's because he's not gonna like. It. I'm, I'm holding out hope that it's good. I really want it to be good. Oh, I know. It but be. but it's it's mostly because of uh, Aquaman. Uh, I'm just Jason Momoa. He's just... just a he's just a fantastic human. So we will uh, see. We will I see. I really hope, but um, yeah. I don't know. No, we'll I'm, see, I'm just saying that I'm not super excited for it like I was for Batman v Superman, but um, I'm excited to see this team up, even though it just feels too fucking rushed, dude. That's super you know, rushed. Super rushed, yeah. or whatever, so. Well, folks, once again, this has been another riveting episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. Tune in next week when we mash up again with Hops and Monsters to do a part two shit. to our aliens and conspiracy theories. <laughs> once again, I am Anthony. And I'm Jason. And we'd like to thank our guests, our nerd migos from Nerd Jive, John and Woo! wife, for coming out. Oh, thank you. We will see you folks next week. Thank you. Bye. Peace.